The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Assessing the damage. That would be what Roger Goodell is doing right now. A different tone coming out of the National Football League. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, President Donald Trump, right, he sent, he sent out the uh, the tweet. Uh, actually, it started at a, uh, a rally in Alabama, and then it, of course, went to Twitter and all that. And 
Uh, many people in the, the mainstream media laughed at uh, the president and uh, goofed on him and said, well, come on, you're just being ridiculous. Uh, nothing's going nothing's gonna to come of this. Well, here we are, what, a couple weeks later, and now, now Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, has, has done a pivot. Uh, he was right alongside the players in full support of the anti-American protest that many people viewed what has gone on as, and uh, now we have a change, right? Now we have a change. Roger Goodell telling team owners that the NFL believes that everyone, everybody should stand for the national anthem. Right? We believe. That's uh, the, the memo right there. So if you've not been paying attention, I, I had planned to, to begin with just this great heartfelt Mallard monologue about the Cubs and the Nationals and who was going to be cannon fodder for the Dodgers in the National League Championship Series. Of course, the Nationals had won. We would have had to wait until the final game. We still don't know, but it, they, when they redid Wrigley Field, when they redid Wrigley Field, I said it at the time, they should have just put a dome over it. They should have put a giant dome over Wrigley Field. It's a bad job by them. So instead, we'll talk about this memo from Roger Goodell. But if you missed it, if you were doing stuff like, I don't know, you're listening to an overnight show, sleeping, uh, Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, sent what has become an open memo, right? An open memo here, which I always get a kick out of because you know, my, my memos, my emails are private. I don't announce them to everybody, but... In big-time professional sports, it's a little different. So Goodell sent this open letter to all 32 teams, and, of course, Adam Schefter is the 33rd team, apparently, involved in this. And Goodell claimed that he has a plan. He is going to be fix-it Felix. He is going to fix this, and they are going to take care of this issue. Right? They are going to take care of this. And this cancer that has infected the National Football League this divisive, anti-American situation here is going to be taken care of and that the vast majority of customers who are offended, now Goodell gets it. Now he gets it. Uh, Goodell said he has a plan in place that will be discussed at the annual fall meeting, which is going to take place next week. Boy, isn't that going to be great? Man, I can't wait for that. Uh, Nothing better than an NFL owners meeting. I've actually been... Uh, to an NFL owners meeting. True story. And I snuck in. Snuck in. I, I'll, I don't know that we have time for that now, but at some point I'll have to tell you. If, you, if you're cur- curious, I was sitting across from, like, Arthur Blank, the Falcons owner, Bob McNair, the Texans owner, and uh, watched all this craziness go on. So I've seen these people in their own environment, in their own environment at, you know, fancy seven-star resort. Uh, I have witnessed this. But let's discuss this latest plot twist in what is seemingly the never-ending story of whether or not it is appropriate to to take a knee or to raise your fist during the national anthem while you are on the job, right? Made my position pretty clear over the last couple of weeks, uh, and clearly the uh, general population the, the of NFL fans, the majority, have somehow gotten to Roger Goodell, right? The question here is, what's the big takeaway from this open memo? Goodell sent out with the obvious intentions of being for public relations uh, to try to calm the typhoon, if you will, to calm the typhoon here. Now, my thoughts on this, too little, too late. We'll start with that. Uh, You can't unring the bell, clearly feeling the pinch, and simple economics. Those are all things that are in play 
Uh, and those are my takeaways from this memo. And we'll, we'll begin with the fact that Roger Goodell, his job title is to be the toady for the for the owners, but he's also supposedly the guardian of the shield. Right? He's talked about that in the past. Protect the shield at all costs, which of course is an empty, empty line. But it is his, his job, in large part, when when these kind of things pop up, is to be ahead of the curb, right? You got to be ahead of it. You got to be ahead of what's going on here. And this open letter, we know, as I mentioned, it's a PR move by the NFL. And it's too little too late because Roger Goodell enabled this. He allowed this to happen. The players took advantage of it. They were all disciples of Colin Kaepernick and his, he was the one that started us. But the players took advantage of it. They've been able to hijack the NFL turning stadiums into political rallies for over a, a year. Now, mostly this year. It was not like this uh, last year. Uh, and uh, the, the highlight for me, in years from now, I'll look back fondly at the Aaron Rodgers attempt at Lambeau Field, the failed attempt of Aaron Rodgers to turn that into a political protest for the entire stadium, which uh, three people, three people picked up on Aaron Rodgers. So, again, too little, too late. Should have been done a year ago. Uh, Roger Goodell could have nipped this in the bud 16 months ago if he had suspended Colin Kaepernick for a couple of games. And you know what? Kaepernick would probably be in the NFL somewhere. He would be in the NFL. He would have gotten suspended for a couple of games. He'd be in the NFL. Uh, You wouldn't have the back and forth that have taken place over the last couple of months. And you get back to football and all that. Instead, what did Roger Goodell do? He's an enabler. He He allowed, in fact, seemingly encouraged this tumor to grow until now. Now he's decided he's got to put his foot down. He's got a plan, and he's going to fix all this. And as the old saying goes, you cannot unring the bell. You can try. You can try, but it's uh, good luck. Good luck. And then number two, you've got Roger Goodell clearly feeling the pinch. Feeling the pinch, yes? Uh, this is a, a 180 from the position of the NFL in recent weeks, the, the corporate partners are apparently being harassed. There's a lot of anger on both sides, right? Both sides of the aisle are angry, very angry. The ratings are down. You can't dispute that. They're down. Whether you know, They're down by 15% or 17%. They're down since this all started. It's a divisive, toxic environment. And it's clearly, from the NFL's perspective, judging by these comments by Roger Goodell, it has spiraled out of control, right? This particular memo by the commissioner of the NFL is a win for those people, mostly in middle America, that were offended by this, right? The the pushback has been legit, and it's gotten to the point now where the NFL had to do something, right? The the people that were upset, and you can say, well, these people are irrelevant. I hear that a lot. You know, they're old people. They're over 55. They don't matter. They don't matter. Well, clearly, in the eyes of the NFL, they do matter uh, because this is a change from the position of a couple of weeks ago. So why are we at this point? Well, I think the almighty dollar clearly, and let's not be naive here, if this did not reach the level it reached, then Goodell would have done nothing. He would have sat on his hands uh, and it would have continued along the way. But that's that's what always seems to get people's attention, that major billion-dollar partners of the NFL had to put special uh, special access or, or uh, feedback 
emails and phone numbers for people to complain because of this. That's kind of like where we're at right now. And so the last thing, Roger Goodell is still using weasel terminology. Uh, Even in this, he's using weasel terminology. The phrase, we believe, or even I believe, has no juice. It's got no muscle. It doesn't, right? If you really say this is what's going to happen, you don't say I believe this is how it's going to be. I believe is like, well, you leave wiggle room. There's plenty of wiggle room to get out of that. But it's simple economics. That's what's in play in all of this. And the NFL finally, the, the bean counters of the NFL, someone was able to point out to the commissioner and the, other, the owners here that this is affecting the bottom line. And once it affects the bottom line, then all of a sudden you're going to get a memo saying, I've got a solution. I have a solution. So we'll see what happens next with this, but that's the latest plot twist. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio, and if you would like to be part, you are more than welcome to join the conversation. We'll give out the number here in a minute. So if you know the number, if you know the number, then you have a competitive advantage. You're like Barry Bonds in the late 90s and the early 2000s. You have an advantage because you can call in right now before I even give out the number and get online. See how that works. And we're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller, and our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. And I got to have a a serious talk here with you, me and you. Am I missing something here? Am I supposed to be very upset? Am I supposed to be very upset because the USA soccer team lost and is not going to the – to the World Cup, and I, I know it's a great failure, right, and uh, an epic failure for USA men's soccer, but I have no reaction in any kind of a negative light. This is not a soccer country, uh, never will be, and I don't, I mean, it would have been fine if they had gone to the World Cup. It would have been great, but I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't, I can't believe this. I can't believe they're not going to the to the World Cup, I mean, my entire life, one of the constants, even you know, when I was a kid and I used to listen to radio right, as a kid growing up, and I'd hear these guys with their agenda call radio shows, and they told me, these people that would call radio shows, and some of you the people hosted radio shows, they said, you wait 20 years. You wait, I was a kid, you wait 20 years, this is going to be the biggest thing in the world. Soccer, in America, in America. Well, that's way, we're way past 20 years. And you know what? It's still a niche sport. It's, it's still a niche sport. Is it a little more popular than it was then? Sure. But stop, 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 stop. All right? Most people play soccer till they're 12 or 13, and then they do something else. It's usually how it goes. It's been that way since I was a kid, and it's that way right now also. <laughs> so this doom and gloom and all this, you know, oh, my God, this is terrible. No, it's not terrible. It's not. All right, so Ben Maller show on Fox, Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Right over there. I'm not a soccer fan either. I still think this is very, very embarrassing. Really? I, I think, why is it embarrassing? Because this country, with all its resources and all the, the people that live in it, we can't come up with enough soccer players to qualify. We're not talking about winning. Yeah. To qualify for the World Cup. That's embarrassing. No, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. 
it's it is embarrassing. I'm not I don't embarrassed know. at all. It is. I have no embarrassment. I have okay. no embarrassment. There's no. Well, I know shame. you don't care about it, and that's fine. But yeah. you don't have to care about it. It's still embarrassing. Yeah, you got to remember, Eddie. This has been going on for forty years. Soccer's going to take over America. Two weeks yeah, ago, but that's I not heard, what we're ta- that's not I what heard, we're talking about. That shouldn't some, be the discussion. I heard some blowhards on radio saying that the some phenom, some soccer phenom, was going to. Uh, be the, the the great face of American I, I, soccer. I remember that conversation. I Bunch heard it as well. hacks. Uh, they just read a story <laughs> online. They <laughs> repeat it and regurgitate it. I don't know if you need to do that. <laughs> they don't know. Who, they don't even know who these people are. Listen. Well, I don't know who they I, are. I remember. Who was that, uh, that kid? The uh, Freddie Adu. Freddie Adu, yeah. yes. How'd that work out? Yeah. That was the next uh, savior of soccer. Freddie Adudu. Yeah, that worked out very uh, well. Not well at all. He didn't even turn out to be a good player, m- much less a, you know, superstar. But, but uh, can you make more money? Uh, like the I was talking to a guy about this a couple, couple years ago. Like any great soccer player in America is going to just go play in Europe. I know that it was a different conversation because it's international and all that. But they're not. You make more money playing soccer overseas than you can here, right? Of course. So, it's more popular exactly. over there. Exactly. So it's stop. All right, it's uh, the Ben Mather Show on Fox. Now I'm going to give out the number. See, now I'm going to give out the number. And we'll get the, the soccer agenda guys will call up to stop. Don't even bother. You're not going to convince me of anything here. There's not, uh, there's not some kind of great shame. I, I, I don't have there any is. shame. It, I have no shame. It's embarrassing. I have no, there's no shame. It, it is embarrassing. To have embarrassment, Eddie, you have to have expectations. I you, you, don't, you think the United States... It's no big deal that they can't even qualify to get into the nah, World no, Cup. No, no, no. Because we really care. One of the greatest nations in the world. I know. With I all know. these incredible athletes and all these facilities and yeah, all the yeah. money we pour into uh-huh. this thing. And they can't even qualify for the World Cup. Iceland can qualify for the World yeah. Cup. But the USA can't. Well, That's not embarrassing? I'm not embarrassed. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Because if we really, we put our, our collective minds to this, they would win the World Cup every year. But we don't, there's no interest. There's not enough interest. It's a niche sport. It's it, but these doomsday scenario people, oh, my God, this is the doomsday scenario. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. All right. It's uh, the Ben Mallard. Did I give out the number? I forgot. I think I gave out the number. Yes? All right. I, I don't think you number. did. Well, now you're trying to get me to give it out again. No, I'm serious. I don't think you did. Did you interrupt me? Is that why I didn't give out the number? Yes. Danny G said I gave out the number. He shook yes. I gave out the number. Oh, you were just about to. Oh, and I was then, about to? And then, yeah, the train switched tracks. I blame Eddie. I, I accept the blame. No. Uh, here's the number. Can we get any uh, any fans of who they lose to, Eddie? Was it the, Trinidad and Tobago? Trinidad and Tobago. Trin- like Trinidad. Trinidad? Yeah. Is that like Penn and Teller? They go together? No. It's one country, okay. but two names. Really? I, I can't figure it out either. Interesting. Well, good for them. I'm sure they're having a big party, right? All those guys are having a great time. They're boozing it up. <laughs> All kinds of girls and all that, having a wonderful time. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996. Who was that guy, Alexi Lawless? Remember he called them all a bunch of – didn't he call the USA soccer team? Yeah, a bunch of wusses yeah. And all called them out. Guess he was right. Guess he was. <laughs> yes, and are they going to apologize uh, to him, I guess? All right. Uh, we'll take your phone calls and the whole deal. And uh, this is a new meaning to the term hot seat. New meaning to the term hot seat. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
Our guy Frank in L.A. says the new U.S. soccer's mascot, the great Chuck the Condor. That is incorrect, Frank. Chuck is too classy to be with a bunch of losers like the U.S. soccer team. He wants to be with winners. He is a like winner. The Clippers? Yes, he is a winner. <laughs> Let me tell you, that breakout star in the NBA, breakout star in the NBA, no one is talking about him, the new Clipper point guard. Have you seen this guy, Eddie? Yeah, he looks like a homeless guy. He why, do, why he you does. Gotta, why you got to be a douche? I'm not. I'm just, why you got to be a douche? I saw, I saw him in the post-game press conference. Yeah. This guy's a scraggly beard. He, he is He's your, got the unkept nah, nah, hair, nah. He and is, he looks like a homeless guy wearing a Clippers jersey. He is Euro cool, is what he is. Wrong! Euro cool. Milos Tedosic. Who? Never heard of him. Milos. Who? Former International Player of the Year. When was that? Uh, recently. Somewhat reasonable. What is time, Eddie? Can you define time? Uh, That's a question for Weed Man Hit. Isn't that an arbitrary thing, time? Uh, Not really, no. It really is. It's a man-made thing, time. really is. It's man-made creation. Is that too deep for an overnight sports radio show? Not at all. That's where it belongs, right here. Yes, we should. I would much rather say, see. What, are you going to blow Ben up? What are you? I want to stop. I want to see that would Milos. Be interesting. I don't want to see Austin Rivers. I want to see Milos. That's who I want to see out there. Great Euro savior. That's who I want to see out there on the court for the, uh, the clips. All right, let's say, uh, where should we start here? Yeah, let's see here. Let's go to, let's go to Scott, who's in Nashville on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Scott. Hey, guys. How's it going? Scott, if I was any better, I'd be a Titan, but not a Tennessee Titan because they all of a sudden suck out loud. They're terrible. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, guys, who on Monday night, who – I mean, come on. We're going to watch Monday night against Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans, Matt Castle versus Jacoby yeah. Brissett. I mean, come I will, on. I will absolutely watch that game because it's my job. That's, that's why I watch that game. And if I, I didn't – if you watch. don't have a job that makes you watch that game – you know, do what you do. Whatever you got to do. Do the laundry. Go to the laundry yeah. mat. Do some laundry. Do your thing. I'm I'm more looking forward to Sunday night when Al Michaels has to pump up the New York Giants Uh-oh. against the Denver Broncos in one of the Don't! great mismatches of our time here. Because you know, Al's probably like maybe Tarico can do it. I can get out of this game. I don't have to go to Denver and do garbage time TV. No kidding. I'd yeah. much rather watch free one of the Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, just you're watch. Right. Watch your own. Get your own Game of Thrones marathon. Just yeah. That's all right. right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what what you you didn't call about that? You called about something else. What did you call about? I mean, come on. I mean, really. I mean, who's going to watch the Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans? Uh, I mean, Seventeen people. That is it. Seventeen people will watch that game. All right. Exactly. Yeah, and you will be. You will not be one of them. All right. Thank you, Scott. Why are they playing that game? Because it's on the schedule. That's why they're playing the game. I'm glad that Andrew Luck is rushing back to save the Colts, though. It's good to know that he – you can never question his toughness. Let me tell you something. There, you know, some guys play hurt. You know, I remember the, these great stories that have been passed down in NFL lore over the years. Jack Youngblood played with a broken leg in the Super Bowl. Ronnie Lott, they had chopped off part of his finger so he could play in a regular season game for the 49ers uh, in the second half. I mean, just – Amazing, amazing uh, acts of, uh, of machismo. And then you got uh, Andrew Luck. <laughs> and then you've got my man, Andrew Luck, who is. Uh, ben, who originally they don't said, forget Lyle Alzado. He took extra steroids at halftime. That's true. He uh, got all juiced up. 
ready to go in the second half. But uh, Andrew Luck, I'm sure it's much more serious than it's been reported. And uh, even though the Colts originally said he'd be back for week one, uh, I'm sure it's much more serious. That's why he's looking like he's going to miss the entire season. Uh, let's go to Jay, who's in Seattle on Fox Sports Radio. It is the Ben Maller Show. We'll get to a new meaning for the term hot seat. Hot seat. We'll get to that coming up. What's going on, Jay? What up, Ben? Hi, Jay. What's going on? Uh, first thing, nobody cares about soccer. You know, embarrassing is when America got bronze in basketball in the Olympics. That's embarrassing. Nobody cares if we don't qualify. Now, wait a minute, Jay. You, you, you live, Jay, you live in a town where the Seattle Sounders reside. You don't have Sounder fever? No, okay. I don't have All Sounder right. fever. That's right. the Canadians that come down and go to the games, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, Racist. <laughs> Canadian-ish. The reason why I called <laughs> yes, is because right. you're completely wrong on the Colin Kaepernick thing. If he was suspended last year, it wouldn't have stopped anything. I agree. I believe it would. My, it my, uh, my let me explain ben. my position. Let me explain. It was the, the, ben. my position is they suspended him two games and he had come back and they said we got a rule here you can't do that. He would have been back playing and this would he it would not have spread. the beginning of the season he would stand for the national anthem. No, he, he never he never he season, never said that. You know, he he never said that. Somebody representing him said that. And the reason they didn't sign him in part is cuz I don't believe NFL teams trust him because the Baltimore Ravens were considering signing Colin Kaepernick and his girlfriend sent out a meme making it seem like the Ravens owner was a slave master. You think that might be why Kaepernick's <laughs> not in the NFL? You think maybe that has played a role a in it? Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. You got me you got me on that one. Uh, you got me on that uh, one, but I still yeah. think I still think that you are completely wrong and hear you say a lot of dumb stuff on a daily basis. Yeah. But I thought that was no, one of the dumber no, things no, I've heard no, you no. say in a while. One of the sharper things I've ever said. You should compliment me on that. You should celebrate me on that because good leadership. You are supposed to see into the future. And you're supposed to you're supposed to have the ability to foreshadow what's going to come here. Clearly Roger Goodell was asleep at the switch. And he did not. He, he lost control. He lost control of but, the situation. But he could they, have done they it. Thought they thought they were outsmarting. They thought they were outsmarting the protesters by not bringing Colin no. Kaepernick in, who was the start. Nah. He started the, 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 the silent protest. Well, here's, he a, here's what I, I, I believe the NFL, they live in a bubble in Manhattan. And they believe, I truly believe this, that the NFL, the big shots at the NFL in the league office thought they were on the right side of the issue as far as the majority of people in America. And they completely overlooked the flyover states where most of the NFL teams are. They overlooked that. They overlooked, you know, love of country, love of God, love of family. And that's a big thing in a lot of places. Maybe not where you live, but in a lot of places. And they completely they miscalculated where, where the, the movement was, where the push. And listen, let's not deny the fact that Donald Trump, the president being involved in this, fanning the flames here, did not help the NFL's cause at all. Did not. Did not at all. All right. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll get to the hot seat, the new definition of the term hot seat. We'll get to that as you listen to Fox Sports Radio. But right now, Eddie Garcia, Mr. Everyman, is going to give you the latest. Eddie? Well, thank you, Ben. Uh, Well, we were supposed to have some postseason baseball on Tuesday. Nobody watched the game, Eddie. They had zero ratings for baseball. There was a reason why. Uh, Game four of the National League Division Series was not played. Rained out in Chicago between the Cubs and Nationals. I'll try and play it on Wednesday. Chicago still holding that 2-1 series advantage. Now, Washington manager Dusty Baker announced that Tanner Roark, who was scheduled to start Tuesday, is still going to start on Wednesday, even though star pitcher Steven Strasburg would be scheduled to go on four days rest. But Strasburg is 
apparently sick and can't pitch. In the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals acquire veteran running back Adrian Peterson in a trade with the New Orleans Saints for an undisclosed 2018 draft pick. We like to hide all the children in Arizona. Peterson's coming to town. Well, that might be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Arizona also cut veteran running back Chris Johnson to make room for Adrian Peterson. Uh, New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady had tests on his non-throwing shoulder. Apparently injured it in last week's game against Tampa Bay. Didn't practice on Tuesday, but he says he'll be ready to go. He'll get a massage. Sunday he'll be the fine. Jets. He'll get a massage. He'll drink some water. I'm he'll sure be, he will. Yeah. Uh, soccer, World Cup qualifying. USA only had to beat Trinidad and Tobago to make it to the 2018 World Cup. They lost 2-1, to one, and they will not qualify for the 2018 World Cup. This report brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, finally in the NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights played their first ever home game in franchise history. I actually watched this, Eddie. Good for you. I watched. It was like 4-1 to one at the end of the first period. They were killing them. Well, Vegas was dominating the game. Now, before the game, they did honor the first responders. They remembered the victims of the mass shooting with 58 seconds of silence. And then they went out and beat the Coyotes 5-2. to two. Vegas is 3-0. and oh. And in first place in the Pacific Division. So, yeah. cool story in Las Vegas. And more on that later, Eddie. It's on my list because right. there are major financial ramifications to that particular game. Uh, we will get to that coming up in a little bit. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show emanating from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Understand? Yes. All right. Uh, so we. This is one of my uh, my favorite stories. I thought it was fake. I thought this was from the Onion when I was first given this story and, and pointed out to me about this story. I thought, well, there's no way this is true. This cannot be legitimate. Uh, but apparently it is. Apparently it's legitimate. So we're going to pretend for the purposes of the radio show that this is legit. Uh, so couple of dudes. You hear about this? Couple of guys had a bet on the Cowboy Packer game. Uh, the result of this game, and it ended up. Where one of the guys, a 27-year-old guy, I guess he lost the bet. He must have been the Cowboy fan. He, in fact, he was the Cowboy fan. And he ended up having to pay off the bet. Now, what, what, did, the, what did this guy bet? The guy and the, the, the two dudes, the Packer fan, the Cowboy fan, these are, this is these future leaders of America, these guys. Could be president in a few years, right? Uh, these two dopes got together, and they said, you know what, here's the bet, all right? Here's the bet. I'm going to agree to this. If my team loses, I am going. We're going to burn my jersey for the losing team. We're going to light it on fire. Okay, all right. We're going to light it on fire. So what do you think happened? So the Packers won the game, right? Packers won the game. So the Cowboy fan goes outside because you don't want to light the jersey on fire inside your house. So this 27 year old guy, right? 27 year old guy. He's married. Now, he goes out and decides, I'm going to set the jersey on fire. But then he decides that's not enough. I'm going to put it on while it's burning. I'm going to put the cowboy jersey on while it is burning up. Guess what happens? Yeah, you know what happens. Gee, I don't know. Yeah, he gets rushed to the hospital with third-degree burns on his arm, his hand. He's got second-degree burns all over his back. Because he put on a burning Dallas Cowboy jersey Go! that he set on fire, that he set on fire to pay off a bet. There might have been alcohol involved, Eddie. There might have been some alcohol consumption going on. <laughs> I give you what I give you this though. He paid off the bet. The man he made yeah, a bet. He paid, he paid, he paid it off right there. Now. Guess which state this happened in? You want to take a guess, Eddie? 
Give you one guess. What state did this happen in? Uh, let's see. Um, do, 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 do. Texas. Oh, Eddie. It's incorrect. Come on. There's one state where all well, these things happen. Well, it was too happen. easy for, to say Florida. It's Florida. Yeah. Not only is it Florida, it's the former spring training home of the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Los Angeles Dodgers. A Vero place, Beach? A place that I have visited. Yes, Vero Beach, Florida. 27-year-old guy rushed to the medical center with burns all over his body because he decided to wear a, a cowboy jersey that was on fire. It's uh, outstanding. That is a – that's like a Darwin Award almost. You know, the Darwin Awards for the uh, great ways to check out of uh, the, the world here. He didn't win it because he didn't check out, but he's got plenty of time. I, he's got high upside, Eddie. He's got a high ceiling for him in the future to win a, a Darwin Award. He's, uh, he's got a lot, of, a lot of ability in that department. I don't like to throw around the word potential, but in this case, I think it's appropriate. He's got a, a potential to win a Darwin Award. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Uh, let's say hello to, let's see here. How about we say hi to Weed Man Hippie. Weed Man Hippie is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Weed Man. Ben, I love you. Ben, yeah. alcohol kills, marijuana heals. <laughs> That's the lesson from that story. Yeah. Okay. Correct, Ben. That's the yeah. That's the big takeaway. Yeah. That's the big. I want to talk about love, Ben, because you know I'm all about love, right? Yes, you are. You Jane and your, your Jane Aunt Mary Jane is a big fan, also. Yes, yes. Danny yeah. G. Listen, I live in Miami. I swear to God, when I'm fortunate enough to be with a girl, a tenderoni. First thing I do if I get her in my apartment, I take a shower so I smell and taste good. <laughs> oh, you, oh, man. We could have been hippie. TMI. Too man, much information. Why, why are you? What, what are you talking <laughs> because about? Because I don't go any further than that. I got right, a shower so you, you, you take a but, shower. That's great. Congratulations. Do you soap? I, ben, I shampoo with with herbal smelling herbal, shampoo, yeah, so okay. I smell and taste o- good. Organic shampoo, you have yes, that organic yes. shampoo. So my is point is this. My point is this. I would like these people to attack King Abdullah, the king of Saudi Arabia, and the king Ooh. of Monaco, 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 I, and, who, who, Mick we, 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 and Mick Jagger. What are you talking about? Don't attack Harvey Weinstein, the kingmaker. All right, well, Harvey Weinstein apparently was doing some other things, making some other uh, activity there. He never touched he was, anybody. If he touched he, himself, he t- that's he, on him. Well, so yeah, it's oh called God. flirting. It's, <laughs> it's flirting, flirting. Huh? Well, I, mean, I don't know. I've never tried to pick up a girl by uh, doing a little, uh, you know, pulling. I've never it's done that. Beach. Let's wait, wait. So you're telling you're telling oh, I say you're telling me, weed man, in Miami, if you want to pick up a hottie, that's the move there. You just ben, uh, you start you're the, on the beach. You little self gratification. Singing, I'm yeah. singing to these girls. Oh, I also want to say you always advertise your Facebook page. You don't use or look at your I, Facebook I do. Page. Well, that's not true. I do look at. Man, I, I, I one time I posted. Uh, I tried. Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, yeah. I tried. You're gonna to give me. A, you're gonna give my... me. A, you're gonna give me a guilt trip. Is what you're gonna. Do. No, forget it. I love you're gonna it. give I me love a guilt trip. I don't need I a guilt trip. I want to tell you this. Yeah. Listen, 
I've been revolving my life around your showing it. I know. It's absolutely amazing, by the way. Everyone, everyone approves of this. Everyone thinks this is wonderful that you're doing since this. Since the hurricane, when yeah. I couldn't talk to you. I know. I really I appreciate know. it. I know. I and swear we, to we, God, we thought we were going to die. We were all confident that you were not going to make it past the hurricane, I but here you are. I couldn't talk to you I know. for four days. Know. All right. I got to go now. You're, I was right. talking to you in my mind. Because all right. With you stay health. right there. All right. Thank you. That's a little too much. You saved him. He's going to get blown up. Oh, you want to put him back? I can put him back on. Uh, we I'm met. Here. I'm st- here. Yeah, I'm still staying there. all night. I'm just staying all night. Uh, let's go to Aztec Mike, who's in San Diego on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Ben Maller Show. Hello to Aztec Mike. Big Ben. I was just telling my wife, who's in the car right now, what a great show this was. And then you bring on Weed Man. She didn't like Weed Man's ability to pick uh, up women. What are you? What are you talking about? He follows the Harvey uh, Weinstein pickup guide. Is what he does there. That's his move. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think you are absolutely right about the Colin. Ah! ah! Take that guy in Seattle to trash me, Aztec Mike. He gets it. All right, talk as long as you want. Go ahead. And also, you're absolutely right about the Dodgers slapping the snakes. That's exactly. Uh, you know what? I like you. Let's give this guy a golden ticket. Danny G, give this guy Aztec Mike. He gets a golden ticket. He's correct. I get two Maller monologues. I got a golden ticket. Everyone else in the reactionary mainstream media was like, oh, the Dodgers are walking into a buzzsaw. The Diamondbacks have their number. These morons don't even know anything about baseball. We said at the very beginning, the Dodgers are the better team. They were going to win. We were right. We were right, Aztec Mike. Right. Hey, Brent, thanks for taking my call. Also, my Aztecs are playing Boise State this Saturday. But also, I'd like to give uh, give me some luck with that. And also, start promoting Rashad Penny. Penny. As the Heisman Trophy winner this year. I do. Every Thursday into Friday, I promote Penny. I do. Okay. Benny and the Penny. Right, thank you. All right, there he goes. Aztec Mike with his wife. How about his wife? What a What a wonderful person she is. Allowing him to call a radio show. Like, my wife, when I'm in the car, I, I have to give her my attention. And I always say, like, in the car, that should you don't need to give someone your attention in the car, right? What, 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 but there's, like, this uh, anger if I'm not giving full attention while in the car. And if you know, like if I'm driving, most people drive, you kind of get in the zone. Like, I, I got my whole routine. When I'm driving, I, I on the way here into work, because I have a very long drive, I, I listen to the radio. You, you know, I, I'm on the phone a lot. I'm on the phone. That's usually where I take care of a lot of phone calls. But then on the way back, I can't call anyone except people on the East Coast. So I pretty much just listen to, you know, I kind of get into it. I get locked in in that trance-like state where you're driving along and all that. But if I'm in the car with my wife, she's like, oh, you got to give me, you know, you know talk. Like, no. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. On Fox, time now for the Who Am I game. And this is where we pretend to be somebody else. Thus, Who? we call it the Who Am I game. We'll also have the MLB playoff pick them. An award-winning and ratings ratings win, too, for that as well. Uh, here it is. I hold the NFL record for the most pass attempts in a game, in a game, not a practice, in a game with zero touchdown passes. Again, the Who Am I game. I hold the NFL record for the most pass attempts in a game that resulted with me having zero touchdown passes. Who am I? The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller.
And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I don't mind Nickelback. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have the MLB Divisional Series pick them. We'll pretend what we did yesterday did not happen. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. There were no baseball games that were played. None of them. All right, time now for the Who Am I Game. A lot of people reacting to Weed Man Hippies, uh, Weed Man Hippies call, and it's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Uh, some people saying uh, Robbie the Mariner fan that was the most whacked out call Weed Man has ever given. So what he's saying there, and he mentioned the Saudi King and Harvey Weinstein and Monaco in the same constant same constant stream of thought. Yeah, that's uh, that is accurate. He got all those things. He got, and that's never happened on Fox Sports Radio before. I'm a historian of Fox Sports Radio. Never before has a caller said something about the uh, the, the leader of Saudi Arabia, a Saudi king, Harvey Weinstein, and uh, Monaco. That has never happened before. You just heard radio history. You did. Here's the Who Am I game. I hold the NFL record for the most pass attempts in a game. With zero touchdown passes. I had the most pass attempts without getting one of them into the end zone. Mike from the LBC is going with Kyle Orton as his answer. Clearly not cheating, uh, unless he is not. Uh, Bob Greasy, guessed by Captain Cliche. J.P. Losman from Joseph. Broadway Joe, guessed by the New York Bozo. Chris Jim Everett from Paul. Jim Drunken Miller, thrown out by Attila, driving his truck around North America. The Roosters going with Cordell Stewart. Darren Sharper thrown out by Kay Adams. I see what you did there. Jamarcus Russell from Just Josh. Gary Hogaboom, also one of the guesses here. Eddie, do you have an answer? It's not Chewbacca, which was guessed. Oh, uh, yeah, I have an answer for you, Ben. I'm going to go with Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh. Uh, no. Some people thought he would be better, though, than Troy Aikman. Not many. Those people were wrong. Yeah, that is uh, that is true. All right, the correct answer the NFL record for the most pass attempts in a game was zero touchdown passes. The late, well, he's not late, but he's no longer playing. Uh, Kerry Collins. Remember Kerry Collins played with Carolina and the Giants? Kerry sure. Collins in a 2000-2003 game for the New York Giants attempted 59 passes, had no touchdowns and four interceptions. A quarterback rating of forty five point four. He was in a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. yeah, he did. He was in a Super Bowl. When he when he was in Oakland, we called him Scary Collins. Uh, he was a uh, little shaky, little shaky. He had three hundred yards passing in that game. Fifty nine pass attempts, no touchdowns, and four interceptions. Now that's a day. Have a day. That's a day right there. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. The MLB Divisional Series. Pick them. Let's find out who the brightest light in the room is. Who the sharpest, sharpest knife is, and all that good stuff. This is, there's no results here, Ben. We're just going off the same order. I don't know what there was talking. no I don't game know. played. The listener doesn't know that's stupid. Just uh, who won? Go they ahead. Know who, they know there was Come no on. game played. Come Nobody on, Nobody won. It, it's, on. It, you're going first again. All right. With the first pick, Team Maller is going to select Aaron Effing Judge. Eddie. Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo's gone. Danny G. Francisco Lindor. Right, we got to pick it up. Coop. Uh, Jose Ramirez. All right. And Bryce Harper. Back to Danny. Hurry up. Uh, let's see. Ryan Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman. Eddie. Uh, Aaron Hicks. All right. I'll go Gary Sanchez and Jay Bruce. Eddie. Jay, uh, uh, Carlos Santana. Danny. Brett Gardner. Last one. Coop. Kyle Schwarber. We got it in. 
with literally a second to spare. It's Jerry's world, and we are all living in it. We are all living in it. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And a a story that we talked about yesterday has some, some more traction to it involving Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, the outspoken general manager and the owner of the Dallas Cowboys now. Jerry, the last couple days, ever since the Cowboys lost to the Packers on Sunday, he is going for it. He is not backing down. He is a double and triple downed on his position that the players and the Cowboys will stand up and respect the flag. If not, they won't play. If not, they won't play. And whether someone calls his bluff on that or not, we'll have to wait and see. But a labor union, you hear about this? A labor union that represents workers in places like Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana, they are taking a preemptive strike against Jerry Jones. They are alleging that the Cowboys' CEO, the czar of Dallas Cowboy football, Jerry Jones, has violated the National Labor Relations Act. Why? Because Jerry Jones said the thing after the game the other day in Texas about threatening to discipline players who protest during the national anthem. I'm making this up. This, this sounds like another one of those fake stories. Like, who would have the chutzpah to do this? Like who, who cares? He owns the team. He can do what he wants. Uh, but no, uh, the local 100 of the United Labor Unions filing the complaint. It happened on Tuesday deep in the heart of Texas over in Fort Worth at the Fort Worth office of the National Labor Relations Board. And in that complaint, in that complaint, the uh, argument is made, the argument is made that the NLRB, the National Labor Relations Board, should investigate preemptively, preemptively in order to prevent illegal firings of players. All right, let's discuss. Let's discuss. Uh, question, simple question. Is there anything to this? Is there anything to this? Well, it got us to talk about it. This got us to talk about it on the radio. But, uh, no, my position is absolutely not. This is a gigantic nothing burger. Uh, Nothing burger at all. It is also a publicity stunt that will go nowhere. It will go nowhere. It will make a couple people feel good. I'm sure there's a couple people that feel pretty good about this. But other than that, forget about it. A couple of thoughts here. A, Texas, I believe they are a right-to-work state. And this is not a, uh, a radio show designed about you know what is a right-to-work state, what is not a right-to-work state. But Texas is a right-to-work state. Uh, so that would mean this is a frivolous uh, charge against Jerry Jones. It's, it's like a giant one-pound Texas-sized nothing burger. And, and I keep going back to the point, the employee-boss dynamic is not that complicated. I, I, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I am, and I... I was raised inappropriately, and I was, you know, I was raised when you have a job, you're, you're going to have to do things you don't always want to do, and you're going to have to, when you're on the clock, these are things that you have to do and whatnot. Now, I don't think that it means it's a sweatshop or anything like that, but there are certain requirements, and if you don't like it, then you don't have to work there. That's, that's my position. That's how I was uh, taught about the whole working thing, 
you know, when you're a working stiff and you don't own the business, right? That's how it goes. And NFL players can be punished for doing all kinds of things I'm sure they don't like to do. If they jump off sides all the time, for example, there might be some extra cardio activity that they have to do at practice. Is that going to be a violation of the National Labor Relations Act? Uh, I mean, you can take this to the extreme. And and the other thing here is if your employer, in this case Jerry Jones, uh, as the CEO of the Dallas Cowboys, if Jerry Jones is in a position where he is no longer allowed to set these kind of guidelines, then how is he going to be able to run a business or any other business for that matter? It's, It's, of course, a frivolous situation. You can't run a business without these kind of rules. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of people need to take a deep breath here. The, the Cowboy players, in this case, none of them, this is an important part, none of them were told that they can't protest. That was never said. It was simply said that, you know, do it on your own time, not on uh, company time here during the workday. Right? And this is the time when the team is you know, plausibly paying you to play of football and, and the key point, Jerry Jones never, and if he said this, correct me, but to my knowledge, Jerry Jones never said that he would fire a Dallas Cowboy player. Jerry Jones never said he would not pay a Dallas Cowboy player for protesting during the national anthem. That matters. That absolutely matters because the Cowboys owner simply stated that those players that are protesting during the national anthem would not play. They would be inactive. So unless it says someone, I've seen a standard NFL contract. If you Google it, you can read a basic run-of-the-mill NFL contract. Nowhere in there does it say that a uh, amount of playing time is guaranteed to the person that signs that contract. Uh, you can be demoted. You can be benched for uh, all kinds of of reasons, and again, there's this, a lot of uh, stupid people that think this is a First Amendment issue. It's not. It's not a First Amendment issue. I keep going back to this, repeating ourselves over and over and over. The, the one that employs you can set the rules on what you can and can't do during work hours. It's not any kind of a violation. You might not like that, but that's the way it is, and the NFL has pointed out this, and we'll see what Roger Goodell says next week, but players are allowed when they're not working to be complete uh, political activists and to hold political rallies and to uh, attack uh, people they don't like in politics and demand all kinds of change, uh, that is allowed. You can do that. You can absolutely do that. You can't do it uh, at work. You cannot do it. All right. I I believe the NFL, they were a public company. uh, They're private employers, though, right? I believe they are private employers. I believe that's the case. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox. We'll talk more about that later. Also, there was a a very odd – I want to shift away from football for a minute. Uh, The basketball season is quickly approaching, right? The regular season. Not watching these exhibition games. Maybe you are. You're a better fan than me. Can't watch these exhibition games. So the regular season is about to start. And out of Philadelphia, there was a, a very surprising development. For some, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers agreed to a unbelievably large contract, a max extension for Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's a center that rarely plays, uh, rarely, rarely plays. He's like a roomie. You know, he's, uh, he's the modern-day Bill Walton. He just doesn't get on the court very much. He's damaged goods. 
He's uh, got a very brittle body, Joel Embiid. So he didn't play very much. So the Sixers gave him the, the, the big contract. Now, we talked about this. This has been a rumor for a, a couple of couple of months that the Sixers were going to throw a lot of cash at Joel Embiid. It's not my money, right? It's always the argument. It's not my money. And from a PR standpoint, this is a win-win, right? Joel Embiid is very good at social media, very good at getting attention, and he's like an extra PR person for the 76ers. Not that many people spend much time talking about 76ers basketball, even in Philadelphia, but Joel Embiid is a young guy. He's 23, and he is maxed out on how much attention you can get from social media. So when this number flashed, and you consider how little, how little Joel Embiid has been able to actually, you know, play, play in actual games for the 76ers, it seemed like a uh, just a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, but now there's more to the story. There's more to the story. There is a clause that has come out, if you are to believe what we are being told here, that gives the 76ers some insurance. Not Geico insurance, but they get a little bit of insurance here. And it protects the 76ers if Joel Embiid continues to be Joel Embiid, which means doesn't play. And so the Sixers have given themselves uh, the opportunity of walking away, washing their hands with this. So even this sounds like an NFL-type extension. You know when those reports come out, you know, this guy signed for $150 million, and then you find out it's like $10 million guaranteed, and he's got to stay healthy, and he's got to play till he's 70 to get the full 150 or $160 million, whatever it is. So in the contract, uh, they have a, a clause here, and if Joel Embiid continues to end up missing a bunch of games, then he is going to earn a lot less, a lot less than the $146 million. So I rest easy. I know you're very concerned about the, the, the bookkeeping for the 76ers. You're concerned about how that's all going to work out, and uh, it's, it's going to be okay. They will, they've covered their tuchus is what they've done. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. On Fox, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Soccer Fanboy Garcia is right over there. Mm, I don't know about that soccer stuff. He seemed upset. There's a lot of fake outrage over the soccer team uh, taking it on the chin there and yeah. people upset. I don't think many of these people are real soccer fans. That's my position. But... Uh, it, 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 like I said, a lot of internet outrage it, it, going on. It is right. embarrassing. It's yeah, embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, I had no expectation. You can't be embarrassed when you have no expectation. I have no expectation. You, you can't concede that the United States, as just yeah. you know, uh, a powerful country in all ways, can't can't qualify for yeah. the World Cup in soccer. That's not embarrassing to you. No, because there's no real passion for it. It's oh. not. I mean, there's passion for. I get the World Cup. People get excited because you're. It's like the Olympics, right? You're it, you're rooting for the the flag more than the sport, right? There's a lot of sports in the Olympics that in the World no Cup there is there is definitely that aspect. It's, it's of like it, if sure. the USA didn't qualify in like the international curling tournament. No, would I be no, upset by that? Not curling. Why not? We're America, though, Eddie. Yeah, but we should curling, have the best curlers. Cur, that's a, that's a sport in Canada. It doesn't I mean, matter. Well, soccer is a sport in there, Europe. There it's is not an American. Look, I'm sport. not a soccer fan, but there are professional leagues in the United States with several teams. Yeah. We've got. I'm sure there's one in curling, LA. We're going to have another another one in LA. Probably a curling team somewhere in America. A league. Yeah, somewhere come on. For curling. You can't, you can't compare. 
compare soccer to curling. Oh, that's, a, that's my level of anger. If like the the U.S. didn't qualify, but that's, for a, that's not world, a good. That's world, not a good comparison. Team USA didn't qualify for world curling. I would be very. This this would be like you know upset, if baseball didn't qualify for the Olympics or something. Not even not even a fair comparison. Not at all, because there's a passion. Maybe not as much as there was for baseball here. It's not the same for soccer. There's a there's a a small group of people that are very passionate. And love the well, sport of soccer. you say small. Yes. What are we talking about numbers-wise, though? Comparison to the NFL, sure, that would be small. Uh, but there's still to basketball, baseball. There's still a lot of people in this country that are soccer fans. Okay, but uh, clearly uh, there's not enough. How about that? Not enough to, for it to matter. I, I still think this is very embarrassing. I have no embarrassment. I have no shame. Am I a bad person for not having shame over this? Am I, uh, am I supposed to feel bad about myself that I don't Well, there are many any... reasons why you're, you know. Uh, give one. Go ahead. I'm waiting. But you're a bad person? Yes, go yeah, ahead. The, well, first of all, you don't talk enough hockey. I mean, that's I don't clear. talk hockey. Yeah. I don't. Well, uh, well, you want me to keep the job or not? I mean, there's, a, there's certain regulations that we have that, here. That's, yeah. uh, that's a lie. It's called playing the hits. N- not going to lose your job uh, if you I think talk I might. a little bit about hockey every I now might. and then. Not feel, true. Every time we talk about hockey, I feel the You lost your job before off. for a little while, and it wasn't because of talking no, hockey. No, it was. I did one show on <laughs> hockey, that's a, and they fired lie. me the next day. That's a lie. January 20th of 09. They locked me off. Let me ask you a question. So much also. lying. There's yes. no lying going. A lot of lying. Puffery. No lying. All right, so here's the question. Let me ask you. All right. Now, I recently celebrated my 17th anniversary at Fox Sports Radio, but they did fire me in 09. So does that count as 17 years or do I have to wait another six months and 26 days? How, what are the rules on that? Yeah, I would say you have to wait. So it doesn't count because huh. I did spend six months on sabbatical. Right. W- was your voice anywhere on the network while you were on your vacation? Uh, I think they still played some commercials that I had done. They still played some. Well, I would say it counts then. There no, you go. I disagree. I, I agree with Danny. I think Danny, I, I should have asked Danny this question. Eddie, as long as your voice is still on that network, you're still part of the network. That's uh, an extreme technicality. <laughs> well, normally, Eddie, you know if what you're happens. Not getting, if you're not getting a paycheck, Danny, then yeah. you're not a part of the network. Well, normally, Eddie, what happens, though, when we've, we've had our share of turnover over the years here at Fox Sports Radio, people come and go. It's, you know, middle of the night, whatever. During the day, uh, they, a lot of people burn out, uh, you know, they get involved in some things they shouldn't get involved in, whatever. And they, they get let go. But usually when you get let go, they just every, everything with your voice on it disappears. Yeah. It's like you didn't even exist. They make well, you vanish. I mean, if you want to talk about the real consecutive streak, that yeah. would be me. I don't think so. It would. No, I would not. <laughs> what do you, no, no, no. I, I have not been let go for any length of time. No. They hired me. And I'm still here to this very day, uh, 16 see, years. But I got a I got a, a year longer on you, you know. Yeah, but but there was a, but there was a, a gap. No, but I'm I'm ahead of you on the even with that gap, I'm still ahead of you, you know. Yeah, even but with I, that I think gap. I think it's more impressive. And, the continuous streak is more impressive. No, no, I don't think so. Well, it and doesn't Eddie, matter if you don't think so. It's and, it's true. And Eddie, also let me point out. All right, this is a very important layer to this year. Uh, when you when you look at the dynamic between me. And you and our, our work dynamic here, uh, uh, longer for me, right? Longer for me, and more beloved. <laughs> more beloved by the American people. They, they love me. Can't get enough. I am uh, such a radio yeah, loser. Not, not sure about that. No, no, that's uh, what Coop told me. He tells me all the I don't, time. I don't think Coop told you that. He does. He's his very, head popped up when he heard his name. <laughs> very talkative. He always says, Ben, they can't say enough good things about oh, you. Oh, yeah. That's what he tells me. Very reassuring. Very reassuring. Always right there with a compliment. 
uh, what he tells me. That's Management cool. emails me at least once a month to tell me how how much they love you and the show. Exactly. See that right there? I didn't ask Coop to say that at all. He just <laughs> randomly threw that out there. Big fan of my work here, clearly. So, all right. So the Ben Maller Show on Fox, as we continue on here, and you can be part of it, the number is 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. And our Facebook page, is, which Weed Man Hippie says I'd never look at, which is not true, that's a lie, is Ben Maller Show. Maybe I'll have to do like one of those uh, Ask Ben things on Facebook. I usually do them on Twitter. But maybe I'll have to move over. I did, I've done a couple on, on Facebook. All right, so we'll take your phone calls, the, uh, the whole thing. Later this hour, we're going to have Maller to the third degree. And straight ahead for us, declining returns. Declining returns. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Follow our exclusive Reddit page, find our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be part of our revamping, post stories, and message other P1s. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have Maller to the third degree coming up in a little bit. Also, declining returns. We'll get to that. Thanks to Brinker for pointing out that Baxter Arena, beautiful Baxter Arena in Omaha, hosting the U.S. Olympic Trials for curling. So, uh, Eddie, I hope you're you're prepared just in case USA doesn't make it in curling. I want you to be prepared there. Oh, I'm prepared. Be devastated. We're, we're a very big country, Eddie. We should be very good at curling. You know. Ben, look up at monitor one. Oh, there we have it on TV. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that uh, is that live? Yeah. Are they doing curling at two in the morning in Omaha? Are they uh, no? Who are we going against there, Danny G? Who's the who's the matchup there? I see Cheetos is a sponsor. <laughs> oh, delicious Cheetos! Yeah. Come on, I, I'm all in. I'm in on curling. Who doesn't yep. like Cheetos? Come on, man. And Cryo Max. Nothing better, man, for a fat guy than a bag of Cheetos <laughs> and a candy bar. I mean, that is the perfect combination. Uh, yes? See that orange Wait. stuff on your fingers. There's a Cheetos logo and a Cryo Max. Look at there's logo. two people in the crowd. <laughs> 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 Friends and family. <laughs> now, that's a tough ticket. What's the secondary market for the curling? Uh, what, do, <laughs> is there a resale market for that? Now, do you take the weight training supplement before or after you eat the Cheetos? <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. There you go. Uh, can you like? You, do you have a weigh-in? Is it like boxing? They weigh you in on a Wednesday, and then you can just eat after that before the event. You can just fatten up on Cheetos and things like that, yes? All right. Well, that is a weird sport. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Anthony says... I listen to Fox Sports Radio. I've been listening since 10 p.m. Eastern time. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot of TSL for Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Man, you've been listening a long time. Uh, he says, and you are the first host I agree with. I have no passion for soccer. That's what he says. And then this guy, the footy voice, very upset. He says the average NBA attendance in 2016 was 17,884. The average for the MLS was 21,692. Seems like you're a broadcaster who doesn't know how to do research. Well, all right, footy. That's what we call cherry picking a stat is what we call. It. <laughs> you would know all about that. I don't do that. I don't I've never done that. I don't That is below me, Eddie. I don't oh need to God. cherry pick stats. Do not. No <laughs> No one I know. I don't hang out with people that pick stats to back up their argument. Why would I do that? I, I don't need to do that. A uh, red circle writes in our friend Red Circle. She's got a PSA for the boys that are listening to the show. She's passing this along. She says it's a PSA for the Maller Militia and crew. And it turns out, Eddie, according to a report here 
that millions of users of the porn website Pornhub have been infected with malware by cyber crooks. A year-long attack, Eddie. So if you've been looking at a little porno the last year over there on that site, you could be infected with malware. What? A Trojan horse virus, Eddie. You can get uh, viruses from looking at porn? No, stop. that. That's what they, they tell you so you don't look at it, you know. Come on. I don't use... The first I, I've heard of I, this. You ever look at porn online, Eddie? I, of course not. Oh, please. Of course you do. Uh, I don't use that website, though. Jonas Knox uh, gave me a couple of websites. Jonas, I'll bet he did. Jonas knows every porn website that's out there. <laughs> How many guys do you know that have had a porn filmed in their uh, I know, house? I know. He did. That's my. I, I know one. His know. name is Jonas Knox. I know. I don't see Jonas much anymore because we don't work the same hours. But uh, Jonas, uh, that story, I would laugh. I would sit there and I was a, the most captive audience ever because Jonas would tell this story about at his at his home there was a pornographic movie and and he was like giving the play by play on all the events that were taking place there and and. Uh, the sights, the sounds, the smells, uh, everything. He, he had it all chronicled. Yeah, he claims he just came home from work and it was taking yeah. place. So nobody believes him. Yeah. No one believes that at all. So. Uh, Danny G, any concern that you might have malware and this Trojan horse from uh, that particular site? Uh, no, I, I don't frequent that site. You so. do not? Nope. Okay. You have other sites that you like better? Yes? I film my own. That's a lie. Uh, Coop, any concern about this uh, in your computer? phone no nah, i have a i have a macbook you know really no but this viruses. is the this is the chrome this is a it says chrome and firefox yeah that doesn't matter well what do you what browser do you, i use chrome what browser do you use i use chrome as well but it's a great browser it's, isn't it it's a wonderful it's, browser. it's it's on a it's on a mac Macs Macs don't get viruses according really. to this though it's uh trying to scare you trying to scare you man I'm not scared. You're not scared of that. You're not. <laughs> it's not going to keep you. Soul, the coop the Coop's not going to stay away from his porn. He's like, no, no, no. You can you can take a lot of things away from a man, but not this. No, you cannot. You cannot have. My advice as a general rule, and I'm going to I'm going to give this as a PSA. If you happen to be uh, enjoying some uh, some adult uh, videos, whatever pops up to update your computer, don't download it. I think that's a rule of. I think that's solid life advice, right? Just like if you happen to, and you should never do this. Let me point out what I'm about to say you should never do. If you happen to be on a website that has, like, possibly illegal streams of sporting events and it says you have to download something to watch it, I would advise you. you know, don't maybe, do that. Don't do that. You know? Keep, stay away from the Trojan horse. Just don't do it. Yeah? All right. Fair enough. All right. So the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, a case of declining returns we'll get to that and mallard to the third degree but right now eddie garcia is going to give you the latest eddie well ben we would lead off with a postseason baseball game yeah how did the, the cubs do the it cubs. did the cubs win are they playing the dodgers well they didn't lose oh. uh but they did not play the game was rained out at wrigley field between the nats and cubs they'll try and play it on wednesday chicago still has the 2-1 series advantage now this you thought might turn out to be an advantage for washington because with the extra day off, their star pitcher Steven Strasburg will be on four days rest and ready to go. But Dusty Baker, the manager, announced that it will be Tanner Roark, the guy who's going to pitch on Tuesday. He's going to pitch on Wednesday because Strasburg has got some flu or now, bug or something. Now, so, Eddie, yeah. if the Nationals lose and Roark, uh, if he goes out there and uh, you know, wets the bed, yeah. do you believe this is going to haunt 
a certain Nationals pitcher for not being able to get out there on the mound and pitch this game in a elimination game? Yes. Yes. Yes, I it agree is. with you on that. Yes. 100%. All right. Uh, in the NFL, Adrian Peterson, his time with the Saints uh, was not long. He's now an Arizona Cardinal. He, uh, Who could have seen that coming? Yeah, no. Uh, no idea. Nobody. No. Uh, the Cardinals needed a running back. Uh, and so they pick him up for an undisclosed 2018 Do draft. Do the Cardinals pick. play the Vikings again? Can he go back to Minnesota I'll again? I'll have to and, check the schedule. I'm know. not sure about yeah. that. Uh, apparently Tom Brady's got some kind of issue with his non-throwing shoulder. Uh, he didn't practice on Tuesday, but he says it'll be fine to go on Sunday. We'll see about that. Soccer, World Cup qualifying. USA only needed to beat Trinidad and Tobago. USA! 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 Uh, they won, right? They, they won! No, they Woo! didn't. They lost. No. I think if they, even, if, even if they would have tied, it would have been... Bunch they, of bums. they couldn't lose, basically, and they lost. Losers. They sucked at a time they shouldn't suck. 2-1 was the final. Embarrassing. And so the USA is not going to the 2018 World Cup. This report brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, you know I'm always going to look for an excuse to get hockey in the show. But it was a feel-good story in one of your favorite places, Las Vegas, Nevada. I love Vegas. Uh, First ever home game in franchise history for the Golden Knights. Well, they Uh, played at an exhibition only real game. We don't oh, okay. care. You and I don't care about That's, those exhibition we're, games. We're real men. We don't care about that. Obviously, okay. an emotional night. They honored the first responders. They remembered the victims of the mass shooting with 58 seconds of silence for the 58 victims. And then they go out and beat the Coyotes 5-2. They didn't five beat to them, Eddie. They dominated that and game. And the Vegas Golden Knights, this is why you play the games, 3-0 and on the season did, and in first place in the Pacific Division. Did I read right? Not supposed to happen. They're the greatest expansion team no no expansion team in, in hockey there have been a bunch yeah has it's ever never gone three and oh yeah. start the season nope yeah that's the right. biggest golden if the Knights. season ended right now they'd be the number one seat in the west they would yeah, yeah. there you go actually no they wouldn't st louis has one more win but that's all right why you gotta ruin my story <laughs> i mean come on no um, one no one knows that all right, all right. we'll edit that out danny even, we edit that even out the people in st louis don't know that all right so the ben maller show on fox we're coming to you from the geico fox sports radio studios we're 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So the weekly report card is out for the NFL TV ratings and continues a trend of declining returns here. And through the first, let's start out with Sunday night football, which we're going to include the Thursday night kickoff game because they include that. So it's it's six broadcasts, Sunday night football, the most important, most important TV franchise for the NFL. That's where they you know change the schedule around, right? They flex certain games in, although they probably wish they could do that this weekend with the Giants and the Broncos on Sunday night. But leading up to this week, uh, through through the week five, which is six games, Sunday night football in America on NBC is down 8% from last year. Now, remember, the NFL ratings last year overall were down 9% from the year before. So an 8% decline in ratings. Uh, and you've got... You know, Fox also America's Game of the Week, which is a juggernaut, a dominant ratings win regularly for Fox, uh, and they did very well with the Green Bay-Dallas game, but they're also down 7% on the America's Game of the Week on Fox. CBS is getting just charbroiled. I thought everyone loved Tony Romo here. What's going on with that? What's up with that? People aren't to tune in for Romo? They're not. Romosexual. Apparently not, judging by the ratings, which are... Uh, down on CBS, the Thursday night New England-Tampa game, down 11% to 12%, depending on where you look the ratings. 
Uh, how about the Oakland-Denver game back in week four? That was down 31%, a 31% decline. Uh, and this week, CBS down 17 to 20% in the ratings uh, week to week. So across the board. So depending on where you go, the ratings are down. Since Kaepernick started taking a, a knee and kneeling and all that, the ratings have gone down 17 to 17%. Between 16 and 18%, we'll say 17 We'll cut the difference, and we'll be in the middle at 17%. Uh, percent. Now, is that all because of Colin Kaepernick and what he's brought to the NFL? Uh, no, it's not all because of that. But uh, the NFL told us that the ratings would go up because of Donald Trump, because of the election last year. Remember, one of the big arguments was, hey, the ratings were down because people were more into the political theater with Trump and Clinton and the election and how much coverage that was getting. Uh, turns out that's not the case. Monday Night Football, for example, uh, got – just torn apart. Uh, the Vikings-Bears game didn't do very well. And they looked back at the ratings last year and uh, a year ago. And that, that big – remember the big debate uh, when the video had come out of then-presidential candidate Donald Trump from uh, his uh, interview on the entertainment show and he you know, talked about the grab him and the you know what. And then Trump had to go out and do a – he had to go out and do a, uh, a uh, debate, right? And so there was a lot of – build up to that and so the nfl claimed that the ratings were down in part because of things like that well a, a year later the ratings are still down they're down even more than they were last year during that particular window on television all right so ben Maller's show on fox sports radio and let's say hello to dave in denver real quick and then we will get to Maller to the third degree hello to dave big ben a couple things for you first of all soccer you could take the players off the field and watch the grass grow. Same thing. Soccer in America, you know, the middle school and the high school, those are the window lickers that didn't make the baseball, basketball, or football team. And second of all, Jerry Jones is a liar. If one of his players, if it was Jason Witten or Dak Prescott or Des Bryant or one of these guys kneeling, he would change his whole tune. I don't know about that. Jerry's uh, crazy enough. He's such a mashugana at this point. He might, he might just be irrational enough to just say, "Screw it, I'm not going to play him." I'd love to see it though. I think it would be great for for radio and for us. Not maybe for the Cowboys, but how fun would it be if one of the Cowboy star players, not some guy we've never heard of, decides to take a knee, and then Jerry has to go down and say, "You're not playing." God, that would be well, that, be awesome. That would be awesome. I just don't think it would happen. I mean, I mean, yeah, realistically, well, a lot of you know, these NFL it, players get away with a lot, you yeah. know, when you're good. They the owners will only put up with so much if you're mediocre. Well, that's the argument, but you know, J- Jerry's there's some other factors in play here uh, with Jerry Jones. All right, thank you for that. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, back at it again. And it is time for Mallard of the Third Degree, the master of ceremonies, the Koopgaloo. Ben, the body of Terry Collins isn't even cold yet, and already we're hearing multiple names. Oh, he died? Well, you know, figuratively. Oh, okay. Already we're hearing multiple names being linked to the Mets manager position. And one of those names is Brad Osmus, and the other hasn't even lost his job yet, Joe Girardi. If you were the Mets GM, Ben, who would you pick out of those two candidates? Yeah, my, my answer here is 
none of the above. I, I am going to go none of the above. Both these guys have something in common. They're boring, right? They're boring. Now, I have a solution for the New York Metropolitans. I'm going to tell them who they should hire. I got a name for you, okay? And it ain't Girardi. It ain't Osmus. The guy the Mets should hire is Ozzie Guillen. That is the guy they should hire. A couple of things here. First of all, Ozzie Guillen has the kind of passion, fire, brimstone, the energy that those Met fans out on Long Island would, would love. They would absolutely love it. Since apparently they can't hire Wally Backman because he's either too old or too crazy or all that. Ozzie Guillen would bring this passion. Like the guy, he did win a World Series as manager of the White Sox over a decade ago, right? It's fair. It's over a decade ago. Think about that, right? With the White Sox, the bleeping White Sox. And then secondly, Ozzie Guillen, now he has paid a debt to the baseball world here because of his pro Fidel Castro comments a few years back when he was managing very briefly the Marlins. It has been five years, though, five years since Ozzie Guillen last managed in the big leagues. The Mets are in this constant struggle to be relevant, right? In New York, to be relevant. What does that mean? you got to win the headlines. Who better to win the tabloid war than Ozzie Guillen, right? A carnival barker's delight, and it would be great content for our show. be wonderful. It hasn't calmed down. Does anyone think Ozzie Guillen, five years later, is any more reserved than he was back in the day? I say no. I say no. All right, next. Now, Ben, you're someone who has always supported the throw them into the fire method when it comes to highly touted prospects or rookies. Well, it's exactly what the Browns did in five games in the season. Deshaun Kaiser was benched mid-game for Kevin Hogan. Now, Hogan uh, came in. He played much better than anything we've seen from Kaiser so far. Yeah. So what do you say, Ben? Should the Browns stick with Hogan from here on out or continue testing their prize rookie? Yeah. Now, Deshaun Kaiser is not only a rookie. He deserves to be benched. All right? He he has earned this. He has earned this. Uh, a couple of things here. A, I do believe in the baptism by fire, but it has its limits. Kaiser was given the keys to the kingdom. Not a great kingdom. You know, it's a rundown kingdom on the wrong side of the tracks. But he was given the, the brass ring. In Cleveland, and he failed miserably. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a sink or swim guy. I like the sink or swim method, but you have to show progress. You have to improve. And just because you're a young quarterback, a young whippersnapper, does not mean you can continue to suck and play like a plate of cauliflower, and, and there's not a price to pay for it. Deshaun Kaiser, by any metric you look at, any of them, Right? Deshaun Kaiser is not only a quarterback, he is rotten. He is dead last in completion percentage, not even close. Quarterback rating, not even close. Yards per attempt. But it's it's not all bad. Kaiser is leading the NFL coop in interceptions thrown. So at least he's leading the NFL in one category and not at the bottom. Hugh Jackson is going to be fired likely at the end of the year no matter what. But he owes it to the other players on the Browns to give someone else a chance, anyone else. They could go down to the sandwich shop and get a hoagie and put a hoagie behind center instead of Hogan, and that would give them more of a chance to win. Right? You just don't go out there. you got to be getting better. You can't just be – he's getting worse. He sucks. All right, next. 
one team that seemingly everyone is hyped up about heading into the NBA season is the Minnesota Timberwolves. However, the Denver Nuggets are looking to make some noise, and many analysts seem to agree, uh, what with the additions of Paul Millsap and the continuing development of phenom Nikola Jokic. One of those analysts even has the Nugs ranked as uh, high as fourth best team in the Western Conference. Ben, are you as high on them as others seem to be? Uh, no, I, I watched the Nuggets. Uh, I actually, I, I was flipping through trying to find the Las Vegas Golden Knights game with the Arizona Coyotes. I think that's what they're called now. And I, I came across the Nuggets-Oklahoma City game, which I had on for 30 seconds. So I did watch 30 seconds of the game, but that does not count because it wasn't a full minute. But I'm going to give this the thumbs down. Denver, to me, number one, look, they look like a middle-of-the-road team that they'll, they'll hover around 500. They appear to be one of those grinded-out type of NBA teams, similar to the way Memphis has been in recent years. There's not a lot of depth on the Nuggets. Uh, and as someone who has often pointed out, I'm a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, uh, I do not see any real, as to use your word, Coop, noise from the Denver Nuggets in the West. There's, there's no one at the top of the pecking order in the Western Conference who's concerned about the Nuggets. Now, if you were to play – back when the NBA used to play back-to-back games and you'd have to go to Denver on the second night of a back-to-back, well, then you'd be concerned. But I believe they play one game every month now in the NBA because the players are such wusses, so they have to play one game a month. They don't want to have the fatigue boogeyman, so they don't have to worry about that anymore. And as far as Paul Millsap, to me, this is a quagmire because I I saw NBA GMs were – we're saying amazing things. They voted Paul Millsap the most underrated move of the offseason. What the hell have they been? Have they been snorting nose candy with the Dolphins offensive line coach? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Paul Millsap is a nice NBA player. He's 32 years old, right? He's 32 years old, which means you're at the end of your prime. He's got a lot of wear and tear on those tires. He's played over 800 NBA games. You toss in the fact that you get the altitude in Denver. I am pessimistic uh, about the Nuggets. They'll be around a 500 team, but that doesn't move the needle in these parts. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, the people have been waiting for this, and I finally today's have an opportunity. Today is not the day. No, today is not the day. I asked you out of those two candidates, yeah. who would you pick? I said none of the above. And that was not a choice. That was a choice. No, it none was not. None of the above is a choice. It says one of those it's two candidates. It's a choice. You none failed this edition. I don't want who, I wouldn't you hire Brad Osmus. My worst enemy, I wouldn't give Brad Osmus. The nothing. guy's a bore. You lose. And Girardi's a bore also. You get Nothing. He doesn't even you know lose. when to use this in replay, Dancer. Girardi. Here's you the. You don't need to play that. You already played that, stupid. All right, here's the instant trivia. Here we go. A.J. Green. A.J. Green of the Ben Gals. A.J. Green becoming the ninth receiver to have five or more 175-yard games before turning 30. Now, since the merger, this is. Who has the most games since the merger of 175-plus receiving yards before turning 30? That's the Insta Trivia. The answer next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can follow our executive producer. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop. Justin Cooper, he's at UH Bronco Fan. Moo. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
And here's the instant trivia. A.J. Green of the Bengals becoming the ninth receiver to have five-plus 175-yard receiving games before turning 30. Now, since the merger, who's got the most games before turning 30 of 175 yards or more? That is the question. What is the answer? Let's see here. We're looking around. Uh, Rick Flair, guest by Attila. Uh, we have Machine Rusty from the Machine Rusty. Uh, Rick Flair thrown out, as I, I believe I mentioned that. Who, has, who do we have? Uh, we have Marvin Shooting Up Harrison from Vol for Life. Eddie, what say you? It's not Tavon, Tavon Austin of the, the Rams. Ben, it's, it's Reggie Langhorn. Reggie Langhorn. There's a good name from the past. No, that is incorrect. The correct answer from the old St. Louis Rams. Remember when the team in St. Louis existed? Isaac Bruce. Eight games with 175-plus yards. Antonio Brown has six, by the way. It is the flea market of the NFL. We got trades. Well, one trade. We got one trade in the NFL. We'll discuss. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. As the old saying goes, it was only a matter of time. Only a matter of time before Adrian Peterson said Arrivederci to the New Orleans Saints or vice versa, right? Get out of here. We're done with you. But the one-time Viking star, who's now a washed-up NFL player, has gotten his divorce. He is leaving the New Orleans Saints. The day has happened. Uh, If you missed it, New Orleans sending Adrian Peterson to Siberia, also known as the Arizona Cardinals locker room, for a conditional draft pick, a sixth-round pick in the 2018 April NFL draft. So let's talk about this. The question, and it's it's not that complex, uh, what do you make of this particular move by the Cardinals to trade for a player that appears to be done, Dunsky, in Adrian Peterson? Now, my thoughts are uh, inevitable, dumpster diving, salvage dogs, and you now have the -the over-the-hill game. Now, you get all that in play here. We'll start with this. Adrian Peterson, uh, whatever analogy you want to use, square peg, round hole, whatever you want to use there, this was ridiculous from the start. The Saints signed him for reasons that are beyond normal football conversation. I just know from a football standpoint, this was never going to work out. It was not. Uh, New Orleans had a stable of running backs Uh, who are more well-rounded than Adrian Peterson. They are not a run-heavy team. They still have Drew Brees, as we know, and so you're not going to go to a power-running attack, which is what Adrian Peterson would really like. That's not going to happen. And plus, he's got to stand in line behind a bunch of other guys. Now, several Saints coaches in recent days and weeks have continued to publicly fawn all over Peterson saying some really nice things, sweet nothings, if you will, about Adrian Peterson. But yet, when the game came around and it was time for Peterson to play, he rarely got on the field. He was collecting dust on the sideline. 
So this this was inevitable. This separation was inevitable from that very first game in Minnesota when Peterson didn't play very much and then said the thing that you're not supposed to say, which I'm glad he said because we got an hour of conversation on the radio when Peterson made some derogatory comments about what appeared to be derogatory comments about the Saints coaching staff. That was actually on the sidelines. Remember, it was on the sidelines when he had the body language and all that and and the whole thing. Now, the second part of this, for the Cardinals, Bruce Arians, right? Bruce Arians and Arizona, this is what's known in sports parlance as dumpster diving, right? Now, now the low-information fan is going to say, oh, my God, I'm so aroused. They got a Hall of Famer. They got a Hall of Fame. They picked up a former MVP, Adrian Peterson. Wow. That's on the surface. Then you take a step back, you take a deep breath, and you realize you're getting a falling star. Not even a falling star, a fallen star. Remember the golden rule. Do not let a falling star fall on you. Now, don't be naive. Right? The, the facts are hard to dispute. Hard to dispute since the start of last season, the start of last year, Adrian Peterson has only played in seven games. That's it, seven since the start of last year. How has he done? Peterson has carried 64 times since the beginning of last year, no touchdowns. He's caught five passes, no touchdowns. It works out to a 2.3 yards per carry average since the beginning of last year, also known as Garbage. So Bruce Arians, who's on the hot seat, uh, Bruce Arians and the Cardinals are playing the role of salvage dogs. That is what they're doing here. And not only did they trade for Peterson, they are going to give him the opportunity to be the starter. He's getting the brass ring. He's getting the brass ring in the desert. And now that the Diamondbacks have been eliminated, now the focus turns to the Cardinals and the Suns. And for Peterson, he's going to be the starting running back in Arizona this weekend. What are the odds? Let me ask you this. What are the odds that he is someone's going to have a rebirth, a rebirth in the desert, jumpstart his career again, jumpstart the dormant Cardinals running game? The odds on this happening are way down. I'll set the odds at 10%. And only because I'm feeling generous. Only because I'm feeling generous. The final word here, Arizona has, by most accounts, a patchwork offensive line. So you will expect the following to happen. Adrian Peterson will be chirping sooner than later about not getting enough help. Uh, The Cardinals have quietly collected also an impressive group of mostly washed-up NFL players. When I was a kid, I watched an NFL Films documentary about the Washington Redskins of the 1970s, the Over the Hill Gang, they called them, and this collection of players that at one point were really, really good, and they were all long in the tooth, old geezers, and they were brought together by George Allen, this legendary coach, to have one more one more ride in the sunset, right? He brought all those old guys back from when he had coached. I believe it was the Rams. Uh, and uh, they had the over-the-hill game, they called them. When in Arizona, they've done the same thing. you got Carson Palmer, who's 37, 37 years old, showing every part of that. 
He's the 24th-ranked quarterback in the NFL. Jacoby Brissett has been more effective this season than Carson Palmer. Larry Fitzgerald's 34. Now, he has yet to show regression. Uh, he is not, So, but we'll include him because of his age. And then you got Adrian Peterson, who's 32, which is by dinosaur standards, uh, by NFL standards, a dinosaur. Right? He's done. Uh, that's it by, by those standards. Now, if you were the Cardinals training staff, if I said I'm gonna I'm gonna advise the Cardinal training staff what you do, I would say deer antler spray, deer antler spray. That's what I would advise. And the, the Cardinals, uh, this is going to be a uh, an interesting uh, science experiment here. It's also a desperate science experiment. If your franchise is healthy, you don't trade for a 32 year old malcontent running back. You don't. You do not. Uh, that that's not something that you do. Now I have a better question. Here's the question. Now that he's moving from Louisiana, from the bayou to the desert, is Adrian Peterson going to arrive at the Arizona Cardinals facility on the back of a camel? That's what I want to know. Remember his birthday party a couple years ago? He had, he had a camel. Lives in the Houston area, and he, we, we did a whole show on this. We were fascinated by how you can rent a camel. We found out that the, the zoo was involved, right? The zoo was there. They brought the zoo in. I was at a street fair in, uh, in the Los Angeles area a couple of weeks ago. I don't think I talked about this on the air. And there was a camel there. There, there, there were kids that could take a camel. Line. I, I'm too fat. I couldn't be on the camel because there was like a, uh, you had to be like under, uh, under uh, like 200 pounds. I want a camel. So I could not ride on the camel, unfortunately. I was, uh, I was not allowed to do that. But the kids were having a great time. That'd be great if Peterson, wouldn't that be fun? Peterson walks in, walks in there, jumps off the back of a camel. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox. And we have Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. So right ben, over there. Ben, did you just say you were too fat to ride a camel? Well, yeah, they had a weight restriction, and I don't weigh less than 200 pounds, so I you couldn't. You weigh more than two hundred pounds too, right? You couldn't ride a camel. I uh, no, I could not ride a camel. Apparently, yeah. that's if that's the criteria. It was like a, uh, they were offering camel rides at the street fair thing. Yeah, well, this was so so, so <laughs> great. Why are you guys shocked? You've never heard that before. Uh, no, not really. Yeah, but they actually they. they I mean, did they have a sign posted or did yeah, they, they see it a, coming? No, and they're no, like, no, no, they no, no. Sign, they had a sign. They're like, you know. <laughs> the Campbell's like seven bucks, but you gotta have you know weigh a certain amount. If anything over, boy, those camels smelled too, Eddie. Let me tell you something. Ah, what a foul odor. <laughs> give That's, them a shower I, I, or something. I smelled like that, that earlier in our restroom here. Right? I know so, somebody did some bad things in there. Uh, they, I, I told Coop I, and Danny that was yeah. not me. It was not ben, me that's your boys over at the Steve Harvey show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, look at that. They uh, drop the bomb and run. That's uh, what was, you do there was, in the bathroom. That was, that was not. That was not. Can I file a, a complaint? Time. A public complaint? Much Hope like fest. much like Roger Goodell sent out a public memo uh, to the other NFL teams. You wanted. To, I'd like to send a memo out to the uh, the management team here at Fox Sports Radio. For for many years, pretty much my entire adult life, I've worked here, and when I go in the men's room. There was a lock that I would always use to lock the door. That lock is now gone. And every time I've gone in the bathroom the last couple of days, I, f- I feel like I'm missing a limb because I, 
I go. It, you're I don't, out of sorts. Yes, yeah. Eddie. Your, am I the only sense of security is missing? Yeah, I feel like I, I I'm always looking over my shoulder, like someone's going to come barging in through that door, and they're going to. I'll be well, uh, I, I a very private moment here. What was, the, what was the point of removing it? Exactly. Well, what What was the downside of having an extra lock? It I, was don't, a, I don't understand. Aesthetically unpleasing or something like that, but who cares? It's on the inside I, I, of the Eddie, door. Eddie, I don't trust the other lock. I got. I'm not lying. Yeah. I don't trust that lock. It's just. It's a little flimsy. It's not right. The, I'm, other, I'm, the other lock was old school. Exactly. So I'm not the only one, right? I'm not no, the only one. No, you're not, not the only one. And that lock saved a lot of. There, there was a certain talk show host that used to work here that for, always would forget to lock the bathroom, and so he several times. Who is, who is that, Ben? John Fricky. And so people would walk <laughs> in the bathroom, and he would because he'd always forget to lock the damn door. But uh, yeah, I, I, I walked in on the amazing Vladimir one time. Oh, <laughs> in the, in the the amazing yeah, Vlad. Right, he, huh? he was in a seated position. At oh, the time. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a little, that, a little odd. That was not. Uh, yeah, was not pleasant. There's yeah. there's only one stall. It's not like you know, we don't have a yeah. giant bathroom. There's one here. commode. Yes, and there's one for women, which we have like two women that work yes. here. So it's and it's, it's locked. A, it's a lot of use. Yeah. Yes. A uh, Koopa Loop. Yes, Ben, uh, you you piqued my interest here. I'm going to go back okay, to it. Good. Bathroom to, talk. No, no, oh, no. Yeah. Pr- uh, the previous topic. Oh, here. Okay. oh about the camel. Yes. Oh, yeah. the camel. Yes. I, I was. I was. Stunned. You want to ride a camel? I'll tell you well, where it is. You I know? was stunned by this. So, wh- okay. where exactly was this that you were not like that? They, they had the sign posted because uh, 200 pounds does not I, I think seem. It, I think it was even less than 200. I, I remember 200 was. Below. Were they baby camels? No, it seemed like a full-size camel. It was. Uh, it was in the city of Monrovia. Okay, so in California. Whoever in was operating this. Yeah, it was like a, a Rena camel. They thing. were. They were. <laughs> <laughs> whoever was operating this, I, I believe they were just fat shaming. You think so? Yes, I've yeah. done some research. Ben. Okay, this is good. All right, you've done some camel, some camel research. All right, this is good. One, hey, one hump or two humps. What do you, do you want to <laughs> notify all of our affiliates? We'd like to let all our affiliates down the line know. You're going to get some hot camel talk, <laughs> but hey, it's four in the morning for most people, so who cares? All yes. right, what else you want? Come so on, I, I infomercials. Up, Go ahead. <laughs> I looked up camel rides, yes. you know, uh, at many different places in <laughs> Dubai like, and, and, and www.camelrides.com. <laughs> Camels can can in many of these rides they can easily hold two adults. Really? So okay, two hundred pounds is nothing. So I, I, I agree know, with you. I don't I, know why they, they, they did that. I think they're they're just haters. I agree with you. And they had the, they were like parents bringing their kids, and they had to stand next to the camel while the kid was on the camel. What a joke, right? It's not right. No camel ride for fat people, no justice. You should, That's take, I, you should take a knee. Uh, yes, I should, I should protest. Exactly. Hey, uh, Eddie, I, I, I saved this for you, Eddie. I, All the right. Golden Knights. Yes. They played the Coyotes. And home opener, first ever home game. Yeah, the uh, regular season. The, you know, Vegas has had professional sports before, but never their team. Right? This is a big deal, their team, right? And it was a big night, a big gala ceremony, and all this. But Eddie, uh, this apparently was not was not very good for the books in Vegas. Uh, said to be the biggest hockey decision ever uh, for the William Hill Sportsbook operation, which is the I believe the biggest in that particular uh, state, and the reason, the theory that I heard is that a lot of the locals wanted to have a ticket. They wanted to put a little action down on the Vegas Golden Knights in their first game. But they wanted to save the ticket, souvenir ticket, or what? 
Well, that's the that's the rub. See, because you when you win a bet, you don't get to keep the ticket. You got to give it back. So is this going to be like remember the triple crown a couple of years ago when a bunch of people didn't even cash their tickets? Well, they the just, Cubs too, right? Cubs fans. Yeah, they've been. That's true. People kept when their they won tickets. The World yeah, they just wanted to have the ticket. Uh, so. I right, come on, I cash it. I, you know what I do? I, I said this the same thing when the Cubs with the Cubs. I'll say the same thing again. Here's what you do: you put you put uh, your phone out, you take a photo, and you go down to Costco, get that thing blown up, and you put that on your wall, and then you cash the ticket. That's the move. How uh, great is I'll, it? I'll, I'll say the same thing that yeah. I said with the Cubs. It depends on the amount. Nah, if it's nah. over a hundred bucks, That's I'll cash answer. it. If That's it's under hundred bucks, then I'll I'll keep the suit. The wrong answer. It's the wrong answer. And how cool is it for the fans in Vegas? First time I can think of in America, you can do real game action. You could bet on your phone on the app. They have an app, the, the books in Vegas, and you could watch in the arena as the game's going on, real-time betting for the Coyotes and the Golden Knights. Damn! It's a wonderful yeah. world. And you know what? The world didn't end, Eddie. The world did not end. It did not. There's no lightning striking everyone and uh, – Fire and brimstone. And that's going to happen when the, wait till the Raiders start playing there in a couple of uh, couple of years. Wow. NFL could do real-time bets in the stadium on NFL games, but only in Vegas. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Get that man a lawyer. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow our technical producer. He is the man who plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name is a mystery to most. But you can follow him at Danny G Radio. And at the top of your lungs, scream, Where are the white women at? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. The rooster writes in and says, Ben, did, did the camel, did it have toes? I, I don't know. No idea. I did not examine. I just, it smelled pretty bad. It, it smelled, it, it was not uh, good. The ace, uh, ace king, our guy, the ace king, Jeff, writes in. He says, you idiots, regarding the bathroom talk, you knock before you enter a closed door, especially a bathroom. Who does, no one does that. I've never I've never knocked on the bathroom here. That's awkward because you don't want to hear the voice from the other side. Have Eddie, do you ever knock? Danny, you don't no, knock. Nobody no, knocks. I don't knock. No. Coop, you a knocker? <laughs> no. <laughs> Forcing <laughs> somebody to be like, occupied. No. Exactly. My, my, my yes. theory, listen, my theory is if you're in the John, you, you lock the door. If you do, the door's not locked, that means it's free to enter. Very simple. This is not that hard. It's not that difficult. Yeah, you turn the door handle slowly. Yeah, exactly. And then if someone's in there, they'll realize, oh, my God, someone's entering my territory. Exactly. And, that, yes, yes. And right. in a panic, they will they'll do their thing. Let's go to P1, legendary caller, a man that helped me win a couple of bucks against the Coupe de Loop, the great Nick Stone, Mariner fan Nick Stone. Hello, Nick. Who? How's it doing, my <laughs> no, no way, he's still there. No, no, on, no, ben. you're there, Nick. Coop got excited because he doesn't like you, and he thought you had been hung up on, but you're hello? there. Yes, hello, Nick. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, Nick, go ahead. Ben, I'm loving the show, brother. I got to say, though, 
you know, all this soccer talk, it gets kind of funny because nobody cares about soccer except every four years when the World Cup comes around. And it finally makes me just so happy to see all these people in the Northwest crush. It's all here, Sounders. We got this subpar, like, development league that wouldn't even be, like, AAA and anywhere else in the world. And then they wonder why our talent is so lacking because we're playing minor leaguers. Oh, you just wait. You just wait, Nick. The the fake outrage over the USA not making the World Cup, it is going to be cranked up. It'll be shoved down your throat over the next day or so. It is going to be the lead story in many of the mainstream sports outfits. People are going to be going crazy. Who who should we hire as the coach? We need better players. But how can we we make American soccer dominate the world? It's, it's who cares? Stop. You know the problem though is in is in your outfit. I mean, you guys paid like what four hundred fifty million dollars for the rights to this. Oh I mean, well, yeah, that's uh, it, that is a little bit of a blow. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't think that the plan was in the 2018 World Cup in Russia to be broadcasting uh, Trinidad, uh, whoever, uh, and Honduras. Yeah, people do like Messi. They yeah. like Messi. You know, that, guy's, that guy is amazing. Yeah, but that's like the, and, main, the main argument, like the whole World Cup thing is it's, uh, it's cultural, right? I mean, if, if your family, your family in Italy, you're going to watch the uh, Italian uh, team or your family comes from Italy or whatever, it, that's, that's the passion for soccer. It's not so much that you actually like it because it's boring. The sport of soccer is very boring. But it's you like the fact that it's you know from where your family's from or where your you know, your your background as a human being. So as an American being Heinz fifty seven, I guess any of us can claim any of these teams. Then pretty much. Well, it depends like, oh, if you've had a DNA test. I don't know. I don't know whichever whichever one of these teams is winning could be my team. I just have to wait and see who comes into like the lead eight or the final four of the whole deal. That but would that would then, require a great passion and a great amount of viewership. Uh, that would well, that's be, fandom. Yeah. That's how yeah. that's how Americans work. It's like who's yeah. the hot ticket, but yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, listen, and, it, is, and the great thing you call up to bash this, Nick, and now you've done a whole phone call about soccer. I don't like soccer. I hate. Soccer. I know, but your whole you've dedicated. <laughs> this whole I, I, call. I am a baseball guy, though, Ben. That's why yeah. I really want to know, like, yeah. how many games you got the Dodgers taking the Astros. Yeah. Well, listen, as you know, I never, I never put the cart ahead of the horse. I don't Wrong. do that. Uh, the Dodgers are winning in five games, five or six games, no more. No, and not going to go to a game seven. That's all it. Altuve, though, I mean, not worried. That game one that he had against the Red Sox doesn't matter. They're amateurs. The Red Sox. Oh, this is the, the Dodgers goodness. are the varsity. The Dodgers I, you, are the you varsity. Have to be fearing Altuve. Not concerned at all. You know who the Astros should be feeling? Uh, fearing uh, Justin Turner. That's who they should be fearing. They should be I fearing should Cody. Peace. Cody Bellinger. Yeah, Puig's been playing well. He's not a dog anymore. The, these he, guys he are hitting postseason. He's like MJ with a cold, man. He, he is the Cespedes of the Dodgers. He is He's hitting. Remember Cespedes had that big run with the Mets a couple of years ago in the playoffs when they got to the World Series? Yeah, Murray, uh, Murphy as well. That's right. Yeah, I, All right. I do. All right, Nick. Don't be a stranger, Nick. I'm going to talk to you hey, in a while. You know, I, I was out of the country, and then I got a cold. Oh, really? And then I was taking, I was taking this video earlier tonight. Yeah. To send you guys, you know, just oh, don't nice. blast me on the internet for it. Where, where did you go? You were out of the country. Where did you go? Uh, down to Costa Rica for a little bit. Oh, a little gambling? Went know? to Belize. Yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. and the beach and the babes and surfing nice. and then snowboarding. That's the one country you can surf, drive an hour and snowboard. Oh, they really? have uh, every climate within an hour. Do that in so, Southern California yeah. also. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, aside from this country though, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you can buy a house in Costa Rica for 50 grand. Really? Wherein, yeah, I've got a, I've got a little 600 square foot spot for 
Oh, so you have a home in Costa Rica. Where in California, you got to pay for that same size, like what, a million dollars? What are the taxes in Costa Rica, though? They, they get it's very minimal. Minimal. It's, yep. it's, yeah. it's and less than living in probably Missouri. And aren't the mosquitoes the size of, you know, like hummingbirds? Bowling balls. <laughs> well, the trick is not to shower because then you don't taste so sweet. Well, no problem then. I'm good. I, I don't have to, I don't have to shower and the house is 50 grand. I'm there. Sign yeah, me up. You, know, you take a skull bath and it's all good. Now what man. about the women though? Cuz don't you like I mean, you know, you don't want them to not shower. I mean, you don't want to not shower. You don't want to if you're hooking up having some the fun there. The are immune. I don't know what it is. They they just don't come to them, you know what I mean? Really? Like right. they don't attack the natives. Yeah. It's all gravy. Uh-huh. Ben? Yeah. I think this is kind of worthy. I mean, I didn't hate on your Dodgers. No, I you think showed you a proper to amount of kick, kick it because oh, now robbed me, might say, because I didn't cash it in in time. Well, you do. There's a limit. It's like a thirty thirty day limit. I was going I was going to give you a golden ticket, but then you asked for one. And the rule is, if you ask for one, I cannot give you a golden ticket. That's oh, the come rule. on, man. That's the rule, Nick. I don't. I don't make the damn rule. That's the rule. Who the hell's that? Uh, I'm I'm at a business right now, and she's telling me that she's clearing out of the spot. All right, so the bar's closing? I do the, yeah. yeah, I do uh, the overnight. All right. I, you know, I, all right. I, I told you I'm the right, stripper and go. waxer, man. Right, this is not the I Nick show. I got to go. Floor, right, thank man. you. All right, thank you. I got to go. Thank you, Nick. All right, it is Nick. It's like a seven-minute conversation with Nick. We learned all about him. Costa Rica, 50 grand. That's pretty good, though. Wouldn't that be great to kind of get down and get out and live on the beach in Costa Rica? You could probably, depending on how much money you save, if you start saving, you could have just work at, like, Walmart, and by the age of 40, if you save your money, move to Costa Rica, you're good. You're good, right? No? All right, so Ben was like shaking their head. No, I don't want to live in Costa Rica. I'm good. No, no, no. All right, uh, Ben Maller's show on Fox. I am looking for a game show contestant. Going to play too much or not enough. We've got Tinderoni tips coming up in a little bit. We'll get to all that and lawyer up. Get that man a lawyer. But right now on Fox Sports Radio, Eddie Garcia is going to give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we would normally lead off with the postseason baseball game. It was game four of the National League Division Series. Cubs taking on the Nationals. One problem. Uh, they didn't play. It was rained out at Wrigley Field. They'll try and play it again later today with Chicago holding that 2-1 series advantage now. A lot of people thought this could be an advantage for Washington with Steven Strasburg now with the extra day, four days rest, his normal start, scheduled start. Uh, but uh, Dusty Baker, the manager of the Nationals, announced that Strasburg will not go. It'll be Tanner Roark, who was scheduled to pitch on Tuesday. Apparently, Strasburg is sick, so he can't go. In the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals acquire veteran running back Adrian Peterson and trade with the New Orleans Saints for an undisclosed 2018 draft pick. Arizona also cut veteran running back Chris Johnson. New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady has a sprained AC joint in his non-throwing shoulder. Didn't practice on Tuesday, but he says he'll be ready to go Sunday against the Jets. And he will have his tight end Rob Gronkowski for that game. He was back at practice, and he's expected to play returning from a thigh injury. Soccer, World Cup qualifying, the USA. All they needed to do was to beat Trinidad and Tobago. And they didn't do it. They lost 2-1. to one. Honduras and Panama won. And that means you mix it all together and the USA will not play in the 2018 World Cup. This report is brought to you by TrueCar. With TrueCar, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, in the NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights played their first ever regular season home game in franchise history. They, of course, honored the first responders and remembered those that were killed in the mass shooting with 58 seconds of silence for the 58 killed. They then went out and beat the Arizona Coyotes 5-2. Vegas is now 3-0 and and the first expansion team ever to start a season with three straight wins. All right, thank you for that, Eddie. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. You see that Lindsay Lohan story going around? She uh, 
I give is that her cre- about something about Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, I give her credit, man. It's uh, Harvey Weinstein's uh, pinata at this point. Everyone's unloading, and uh, Lindsay Lohan aligning with Weed Man Hippie here and uh, defending Harvey Weinstein says she feels very bad for him. Everyone needs to stop. Going wow. to Lindsay Lohan. I saw his uh, his wife has now left him. Yeah, but don't you? His wife was pretty high. Don't you think she was only with him because he was Harvey Weinstein? He was famous. Hundred percent. Like, like so, once she saw an opportunity, he's like, well, he's not. I mean, he's done now, right? There's, uh, yes. So she's like, I'll get a hotter guy, and I'll find somebody else, and I'm done with him. Like, I was only with him because he was a Hollywood yeah, And she'll mogul. get half his money. Yeah, that's a win-win, right? That was a total trophy wife situation, yes? 100%. All right, so it's certainly what it looks like. Even you, Weed Man Hip, you agree with me on that, yes? Yes! All right. <laughs> love, I, just I lo- love you. I just love that at any moment I can go to Weed Man Hip Usually paying attention, like I think that's pretty good. Yeah, why? I'm paying. I'm ready every second because I'm really communicating with all your millions <laughs> of people driving around the country. It's crazy. I know. You all right, thank See, you. Ben, in a way, he already is your co-host. That's that's a good point. Yeah, it's it's like he's the the fifth wheel here. We should call Weed Man Hippie the fifth wheel. Hey, that could be our podcast, Weed Man, the fifth wheel. Man, I'm trying to do this. Right. No, that's where he complains. That's where he whines and most. Hey, so we have a follow-up. Now, we mentioned Adrian Peterson. We had some hot camel talk uh, with Peterson there, but he's going to the Cardinals, and he might want to bring a lawyer with him. Did you see this? There's a lawsuit. Adrian Peterson apparently owes $600,000 on a defaulted loan. Did you Did you see uh, this? Yeah, that's, that's not good, right? Now he's supposedly got a lot of money. Uh, Peterson and all that, but the lawsuit allegation uh, claiming that Peterson uh, did not pay up, did not pay up, bad job by you, and he owes a bank, Crown Bank, in uh, Minneapolis, bank based in Minneapolis, goes back to his Viking days, claiming that Peterson, back in May, he took out a loan, uh, May of 2016, but he defaulted in October of that year, and uh, there's no word on why Peterson would need to take a $600,000 loan out. Maybe he was buying a house or something. I don't know. Uh, but he has defaulted on that. And the loan actually, the loan was for $2.4 million, but the part he defaulted on was the 600000 Wow. Okay. Good luck to him. All right. Let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do this. Away we it's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. All right, let's do this here. Here we go. Too much or not enough? All you have to do is get three questions right. We'll ask you five questions. You get all five right, we'll give you two golden tickets. You get one right or, or three of them right, we'll give you one golden ticket. Who is going to play the game here? We have, let's see, we've got one, we've got four. And we've got a couple other people. Who do you want to pick there, Eddie? One or four? Number one. Number one. All right. That is You Killed Kenny. What's up, Ben? How you doing, man? Hello, Kenny. What's going on? How you, how's it going? If Where are you at, Kenny? Atlantic City, New Jersey. If I was any better, I'd be a casino. But not a casino in Atlantic City because, you know, not doing that great. Yeah, they're all dirty and scummy. You don't yeah. want that. Why don't they come in there with some money? I would. It, it, I got two things. I got a two-point plan. Two-point plan to fix Atlantic City. All right? 
Number one, sports gambling, and number two, soap. Clean up the damn floors <laughs> and the, the walls and buy some paint. How about that? Yes? I think that might work. All right. And what do you do in Atlantic City, Kenny? I deliver car parts for Audi and Volkswagen. Look at you. And are you working right now? Yes, sir. All right. Busting your ass. Very good. All right. Here we go. Good luck to you on Too Much or Not Enough, Kenny, in Atlantic City. Question number one. And you each have you have a lifeline. You have one lifeline. Question one. All right. There have been five 2017 All-Stars to switch teams in the NBA uh, this offseason. Is that too much or not enough? Too much or not enough? Not enough. He says not enough. Is he right? That is correct. We've had seven All-Stars from last season switch teams. Some of them washed up like Chris Paul. Uh, Others uh, not so much. All right, we move on to question number two. Over the previous seven seasons, Jacksonville has had seven wins by 20 plus points is that too much or not enough for the jags too much he says too much he's trying to go two and all on the game is he right that is correct too much the jags have only had three wins by 20 points in the previous 20 or more points in the last seven years they've already done it three times this year but they won't do it this weekend because you can ram it all day. You can ram it all night, baby. The Rams. That's right. The Rams are there. All right. We move on to question number three. You Darvish. You Darvish. Uh, you Darvish is the sixth Japanese-born pitcher to start and win a postseason game in Major League Baseball history. Is that too much or not enough? Too much. He says too much. Is he going to go three for three? Let's find out for Kenny. Wow, right again. Ah, Too much. You are right. Darvish is only the fourth Japanese-born pitcher to start and win in the playoffs. Masahiro Tanaka of the Yankees was the third. So you've already won the game. Kenny, let's keep going, though. Let's see how you do here. Question number You might as well call me better because I'm on a roll. Oh, look at that. That's... (laughs) That's not hokey at all. All right, question number four. Since 20 – I'm going to write that down, use that in a matter of monologue. All right, uh, in 2014, or since 2014, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He's got eight touchdown passes in the final 30 seconds of games. Is that too much or not enough for the Packer quarterback? Not enough. He says not enough. Does he make it four for four? Kenny! Oh, that's that's some bad butter. That's some bad butter right there. You got to throw that butter out. That butter's past its expiration date. But it doesn't matter, Kenny. You were playing with house money. You have won yourself. Hey! I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. Uh, The answer was too much. Rodgers has four. Four such touchdown passes since 2014. That is the most in the NFL, but it is not not, uh, eight. It's four. Uh, Good job by you, Kenny. You won the game. Congratulations, and you get that golden ticket. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks, Ben. Have a good night. All right, you too. Be safe out there. There he goes, Kenny, uh, working uh, the overnight there, delivering all kinds of junk. All right, we will get to Tinderoni Tips with Danny G. We'll go live on the Periscope app. So if you want to see what we look like and look inside the Fox Sports Radio studios and where we did uh, Camel Talk, uh, this is the place we did it. 
It's Eddie on FSR. Eddie on FSR. And we'll get to Tinderoni tips. We'll do that. We'll do it next. Follow our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be part of our revamping post stories and message other P1s. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. It's a staple of the Ben Maller Show on this particular day of the week. You know what it is. You listen every time. This day is your day to listen. And you you hear this. Tinderoni tips. In a bit of a dry spell. Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. All right, let's do it. Here we go. It is time yet again for dating relationship advice. Romance is in the air, and also a camera is in the air. We're live on the Periscope app right now. Danny G making his way into the studio. You want to look at what we're doing here? Go to Eddie on FSR on Periscope. Eddie on FSR, and Danny G putting his headphones on here. Before we get going here, Danny, there's a study. You know, I love these studies. A Finnish, uh, Finnish university has done a study to determine the goal is to uncover the age that women find the most attractive. Okay. All right. Now, what do you think that is? Probably uh, the age where a man would have a full bank account. So full I'm going to say, right. I'm gonna say <laughs> 36. All right. Uh, here's what they found out. They said regardless of a woman's own age, they prefer at least uh, sexually men who are a little older than them. Mm-hmm. So no matter how old a woman is, she wants... Even when you're like 80, you want like an 85-year-old if you're a woman? Is that how that works? I don't That's know. That's what it sounds like. And they, they said, this is no surprise, Danny. Men found women in their 20s, regardless of their <laughs> own age. <laughs> yeah. Did we need a study for that? Exactly. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's do it. Here we go. Yeah. Happy hump day. Yes. All right. Uh, Mark on Twitter says, my girlfriend says that five years is too long to go without a ring. How much longer Uh-oh. do you think I can push it off? That's from uh, Mark. Maybe another year he could push it off. If you know, once a woman gets something like that in her cross, she's not gonna, she's not just gonna let off of that. And no. five years, you got to know, Mark. If you know, come on, five well, years. He's made it five years though. I yeah. think he can keep going. <laughs> I mean, now well, that's what I'm just... saying. He could maybe push it another year, but you know, every woman, even if she's cool like that and that patient, she's she's gonna have her breaking point at you know, at year six for him. No, nah, so. but she's made it. Uh, Five. Well, look, a fr- I think you can go another three years. A friend of mine, eight. a friend of mine, he pushed it to five years. His girl left him at five and a half years. Ooh. Yeah, they wound up getting back together, but he did have to get her a ring. So you, you, you don't want to play with fire, but five years, dude, you 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 know, you had time to know whether or not this is the girl what's, for what's you. What's the, uh, the idiom there? You either yeah. have to uh, take care of business or get yep. off the pot. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, we move on to uh, number two here. Eric, <laughs> Eric on Twitter, Danny. Tinderoni tips with Danny G. He says, I'm moving in with my girlfriend next week. We've only known each other for four months. Any advice? Yeah, get to know her a little better before you move in with her. <laughs> yeah. But you're already doing it, Eric. Um, I would say stay out of her way because you don't want to be on top of each other uh, unless yeah. it's in the bedroom. Um, so, you know, I, I just be patient and keep it fun, just like you were dating, not living together. It's always awkward, too. Are they at the uh, four months? Are they allowed to fart around each other? Is that no? No, okay. No. 
Yeah, when you move in with somebody, you know, you're normally. Well, it's going to happen naturally yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. That's always an awkward. <laughs> you know you've been with someone a long time when you just, you know, you don't care anymore. You're just, you're just going for it. Tooting away. Bolt Fan writes in on Twitter and says, I have settled in with my wife for the past year now. Well, good for you. Uh, things are great, uh, but with her cooking, I'm uh, putting on a few pounds. Any thoughts? Ah. Uh. I think we've yeah, all. Uh, I think we all yeah. know this one. Oh yeah. And my tenderoni right now is a really good cook, so I've had to watch it too. Uh, this is what you do when you guys uh, during the week when you do go out to eat. Uh, like I walk, like you know, I live in downtown in the city yeah, I yeah, live in. Yeah. So it's like a ten minute walk to the restaurant. So instead of taking the car, we walk there. You just got to find ways to remain active and stay active, and it's another reason you can get some from your girl because you tell her, hey. You know we could burn like twenty five hundred calories right now if you know what I'm saying. Hey, so what are you, going at it for three yeah. hours? What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you, are you come nuts? on now. You know you burn calories <laughs> while you sleep. Also, you know that just being alive, Danny. You're burning calories. Look at Ben. Don't ruin it. She I doesn't know. have to know about all, all that. Right. Uh, Tony, Tony in Emeryville. Where the, where's that? At? Uh, that is the Bay Area. I believe. Okay, uh, Tony in Emeryville. Yeah, by Oakland. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, he says, the girl I just started dating curses like a sailor. <laughs> sailor, he says. Is, yeah. it, is it all right to say something or should I wait? Hell no. Don't say anything yet. Um, you're going to have to yeah, yeah. just start a dating her. So, no, she's going to think you're controlling her already. Yeah, I don't think that's going to change. As long as she doesn't do it around, like, people that can't handle <laughs> swearing. Like, if she's at church yeah. or something like that, you a, a bit of a problem. Yes. Yeah, the Brady Bunch. To the doctor? What? We'll talk about that. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free Great quote. We're back at it again here. Big headlines about Tom Brady injured, the face of the NFL, the greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady down for the count. What the heck's going on in Patriot Nation? What's going on in Foxborough? Did you hear about this? You, you check this out here? Maybe you did not uh, see it. You were so caught up in mourning because of the USA soccer team, which you don't even care about losing. Uh, but anyway, uh, Tom Brady has an something called an AC joint sprain. OMG! OMG! Tom Brady's got an AC joint sprain. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Now, in everyday parlance, that is known as a shoulder injury. That's what that's known as, a shoulder injury. Tom Brady missed practice on Tuesday. He underwent an MRI. How did that turn out? Uh, we were told the results came back negative, which is a good thing. That's a positive thing. Uh, doesn't matter, though. Panic is being sold by the carton uh, around NFL media circles here. So let's talk about Let's have some conversation as Tom Brady has an injury to his uh, shoulder, an AC joint sprain. Uh, how concerned? How concerned should the Patriots be with Tom Brady's status, the fact that he missed practice? Uh, if I'm Bill Belichick, I am not losing any sleep. No sleep. None. Now, my thoughts are fear-mongering, location-mattering, vibrating foam rollers, and high-priced insurance. 
you get all that? Fear-mongering, location, vibrating foam rollers, and high-priced insurance. Okay, first thing. Uh, now, the reports about Tom Brady's shoulder injury, this is being sensationalized. Right? This is textbook fear-mongering. The Patriot supporter. Patriot supporter here uh, needs to be in panic. Why? Because people in the media said you got to panic. Because Tom Brady is 40 years old and his shoulder is messed up. That is not my position on this. That is not my position on this. Uh, Now, why is that? Because the location of the injury matters. Tom Brady's injury is his non-throwing shoulder. His non-throwing shoulder. Uh, It's kind of like being right-handed and you injure your left hand. I'm pretty sure you can still write checks, uh, take care of business if your left hand is messed up, uh, if you're right-handed. Plus, uh, Tom Brady, he's had this in the past, and he won a Super Bowl. He had it last year. He had a, a, a similar injury, and he won the Super Bowl. It's not new. It's not new. And secondly, Tom Brady has yet to show any signs of regression. Now, I realize no one's living in a vacuum with Tom Brady. It is coming. It's going to happen based on years and years of data. When the bottom falls out, it will follow uh, swiftly. He will exit the NFL very quickly. That has not happened yet. But look at how terrible Peyton Manning was, horrifically bad at the end of his career. And most, uh, Brett Favre was terrible at the end of his Most of these guys, they go from 100 miles an hour to 7 miles an hour just like that. And it's going to happen for Tom Brady. But there's not a shred of evidence to indicate that Tom Brady is suffering any ill effects at this point. He's fifth in the NFL in completion percentage. He's third in passing touchdowns, second in quarterback rating, second in yards per pass, uh, number one in total passing yards. I can go on and on. Clearly, what's going on here is that Buddha diet, that hipster lifestyle that Tom Brady is living is paying dividends, right? He's got the TB12 formula. Who didn't read that book? Uh, that, that AC joint has no chance of continuing to hurt. You know why? Because Tom Brady's going to push back. He's going to use the vibrating foam rollers. That's in the part of the TB12 program. The muscle pliability, the therapeutic pajamas that he wears to heal from injury. Uh, What else? You've got the brain games, the 25 glasses of water per day. He's going to drown. He's going to drown the AC joint. That's what he's going to do. It's like 2.5 gallons of water a day. But the key is you've got to add those electrolytes. That's what you've got to do. You've got to add the electrolytes or it's it's no good. It doesn't work. Now, the final word on this, the, the main reason, The main reason that Bill Belichick is not going to lose any sleep, if he's a smart man, he's got a sleep number bed. I don't know if he does or not, but he should. But Belichick's not going to lose any sleep over Tom Brady's health. Why? Because the Patriots have invested in some high-priced insurance. High-priced insurance. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, is the backup plan. New England has anointed Garoppolo as the heir to to the throne of Tom Brady. Now, whether or not you are in the pro-Jimmy G camp or not, 
he's going to get the chance, assuming that Brady gets hurt this year. He's definitely going to get the chance. And there's a possibility that at the end of the year Brady retires and then Garoppolo gets the opportunity then. But the Patriots would really like him to take over for Tom Brady when Brady starts the regression. And right now he's holding a clipboard. He's wearing the ball cap, and he's he's playing the waiting game. He's waiting for his opportunity. He's waiting for his chance to become the man with the New England Patriots. So even though Brady's got a bum shoulder, it's his non-throwing shoulder, and don't worry, he's got all the TB12 methods. He's going to be okay. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Now, meanwhile, we were supposed to have baseball action yesterday. We didn't. Right? The rain took over in Chicago. The Nationals and the Cubs were pushed back to today for game four. This is a an add-on situation. The Cubs leading the NLDS two games to one. Tanner Roark uh, is going to be on the mound for the Nationals against Jake Arrieta. The Cubs are a minus, they open a minus 160 favorite. They are currently at 158. That's the, the matchup here. But there's a nice subplot which is playing out involving this particular game and that involves the pitcher named Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg could have conceivably started this game four, that the weather worked out to be an advantage because Strasburg could have gone out on the mound on a normal, not normal, but uh, but a workable amount of off time and been out on the mound and pitched in game four. And supposedly he told the team he wanted to pitch. You know, that's what some people are saying there, but he's not feeling right. Dusty Baker uh, was complaining about a number of players on the Nationals not feeling great. More on that in a moment. But Strasburg is not going to start this game. This is a elimination game for the Nationals, and he ain't going to be out there. Now, what does that mean? This is reaffirming – it's reaffirming the reputation of Steven Strasburg, right? First thing, he has a reputation – of being known as a gutless wonder, right? Uh, and this goes back a couple years. Now, is that, is that a too harsh a statement? He earned that when the Washington Nationals were the darlings of Major League Baseball a few years back, and the Nationals, because of his agent, Strasburg, Scott Boris's agent, they came up with this artificial number of uh, appearances of innings that Strasburg could pitch, and... They shut him down. They they shut him down. And, and he, so this is reaffirming of this because he's feeling under the weather and he won't pitch in game four. And so this reaffirms all those all those things that had been said in the past about Strasburg, who's 29 years old now, and the old San Diego State Aztec from back in the day. And, and he's the guy that you would think you'd rather have him on the mound, right? You'd rather have him out there pitching if you're the Nationals in this game, but he's not going to get the opportunity. Now, how about Dusty Baker? What a weird set of circumstances. Now, I want to make sure I get this all right. The Nationals manager came up with the theory on why Steven Strasburg is not feeling that great and a number of the players in the Nationals are under the weather. He blamed the air conditioning in hotels in Chicago and mold. Did you hear about this? He said, I think it's mold. Baker complaining about 
the air conditioning or the lack of air conditioning, the mold in hotels as one of the fall guys for the Washington Nationals. What the F is going on here? Right? What? What? Seriously? What? What is going? What kind of BS is this? Don't they have mold in Washington D.C. Also, don't they have that going on in Washington? I mean, I, I'm I'm really curious. I want to get to the bottom of this here. Like Dusty Baker has a reputation of leading teams that underperform in the playoffs. Like weird things happen. But are you telling me that the Washington Nationals should they lose? And Strasburg will be haunted by this also if you know they don't they don't win Game Four they don't get to a possible Game Five which is where Strasburg is supposedly going to pitch in Game Five he'll be over the mold for Game Five but Dusty Baker planning a fall guy and he's blaming hotel air conditioning and mold has anyone ever heard something like this before Yeah, I have not heard anything about that in in the past that's that's a new one. That is a new one by Dusty. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. So right there. I, I have not heard about the mold. In the, yeah, uh, the air there was some wheezing, Eddie. The hotel air conditioning. What, are they staying at the uh, Penny Pincher Inn? I mean, yes, they are. On. They charge by the hour. They got a good deal. And uh, it's, it works. It works for the Nationals. In these tough economic times, Eddie, do we have the sound of Dusty Baker talking about mold? That's really good. That's uh, I like that. I don't know, Coop's. Uh, I don't know if he can find that, but that's, it was going around earlier. Dusty was talking about the the fact that Steven Strasburg could not pitch, and he mentioned the fact he, he went on this rant about the uh, the mold, which I thought was pretty good. This is solid. Well, you when you when you interview a baseball manager for you know a postseason game. You yeah. expect mold will be brought up. But isn't mold like fungus, right? It's a fungus. Isn't that what mold yeah. is? Yeah. So, so the Nationals are being attacked by fungus. Fungi is attacking. He, he said, Dusty Baker went on the rant, and he said, he said a lot of guys, I want to give you the, uh, the quote here. I don't think we have it. A lot of my team is under the weather with the change of weather and the air conditioning, uh, Dusty Baker said. In the hotels and the air conditioning here, this is the time of the year there's for mold around Chicago. He's talking, he's going on. He was just talking out of his uh, ass, but uh, he can't. Well, wouldn't the mold affect the Chicago players as well? <laughs> there's mold in Chicago? Well, they're not staying at the hotel, though. They're staying at their homes. So I guess the, so mold... the mold is only in the hotels yes. in Chicago. Doc Mike, actually. Let me, is Doc Mike there? Doc, is it true that you're the one planting the mold in the hotel air conditionings around Chicago? Is that accurate? Moldy goat heads. You've you've moved on, Doc, from the goat heads. You're now putting mold in air conditioning where the Nationals are staying. The Bates Hotel, that's probably where they're staying, you know. But we got the answer for it. It's urine therapy. We got all the players from the You want to hear more about that, Eddie? Did he say urine therapy? Yes, yes. Yes. He's, well, did uh, Moises Alou use the urine therapy back in the day? Wasn't he, uh... I don't think we are allowed by the FCC to say exactly what Doc does with the urine. Um, but there's, uh, it's kind of like when you you were to drink like a bottle of Gatorade. You know, you feel uh, better. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't think that's a good idea. How often do you do that, Doc? 
Every day. I've been doing it for 20 years, oh, pal. I've never no. had he been affected by no. a mold in Chicago. He doesn't even need a toilet. He just, he's a cop is what he needs. <laughs> is that part of the TB12 formula? Is Tom? You think Tom Brady does that also? I'm sure he does. Look at uh, uh, Moises Alou <laughs> got criticized in the crime times here for just putting it on his hands. Yeah. No, he, yeah, and we, and then whole, of course, we bring up Bartman, and uh, you know, away goes uh, Moises a loose hand. Jorge Posada. Now, Doc, are you you concerned at all? Because the Cubs, if they win, they're going to lose to the Dodgers in the NLCS. You know you what? I was just talking to your uh, Bob Luder, who that, your engineer, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Tape, <laughs> Bob Alou. That's a new drop. All right, yes. Is that who that is? Yes, his name is yes, Bob Alou. That's who it is. He's a cousin of Bob Bowie. Yeah. That's okay. right, Babalu. Yeah. Now, I says, you know, we got six million rabid Cub fans over this town is going nuts. Yeah. You know, with the rain yesterday and everything, 42,000 drunks in there. World's largest tavern. And uh, and we, we rain out, okay? They get loose in all the taverns on <laughs> uh, Addison and Clark. Yeah. And uh, we don't have you talking to us overnight again i doc i've tried to explain this to you our show we have we have listeners in chicago we have callers in chicago it's not just you we are how many i don't know the numbers off the time you can put them on the head of a pin that is not true that is a lie we uh, we're on we're on sirius xm satellite radio in chicago on channel 83 all over the chicagoland area you can get us you there. You can put all those Cub fans on a on a head of a pin too. Uh, we need you right. on the score. We're on iHeart Radio. I know uh, this is on your phone, Doc. You can hear the show on iHeart Radio, the live stream. <laughs> the podcast is available at iTunes. There's a bunch I've got of a ways. radio right next to me here. Yeah. I want to hear you just like I, I know. did. You back like the, in the old day. school radio? I know. But part of the reason, old Doc, school. part of the reason, Doc, that we're not on in Chicago is because of AM, you. FM all over the world. Doc, how Come much on. trouble did you get me into in Chicago when we were on the radio? You're, you're Remember, banned. That? <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, you're banned. I, I got in all kinds of trouble because of you, because of I your know. shenanigans. And what's going on with Ditka? What is going on with Ditka? You tell me I'm, what's going I'm, on with Ditka. He's one of my patients. I'm trying to get him off the top is shelf. He, is, he on the, is, he, is, is he on the urine therapy? Is he on the um, Not yet. I not don't think, not yet. I don't. That's going to be a hard sell. I think that'll be a tough sell for. No, you got you got uh, all except the. Uh... Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to hear about that. Does anyone want to hear about Doc? Uh, no, I, I had my finger on the dump button. Chugging uh, that. Uh, yeah, that's I'm great. still. Ben, when when did I start doing the producing your show on the weekends? What was that like? Three years and oh, four so years ago now, now, now at least. By, now you're hurt by Doc. I've been talking to this guy on the Doc, phone Doc Mike, yeah. for, for years. Yeah. Doesn't even know Bob-a-loo. my name. You're, you're Babalu. <laughs> we got to use that as a drop. You are Babalu. That is one of your new nicknames, Babalu. You have been anointed by Doc Mike Babalu. Unreal. And, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Weed Man, do you agree that Coop's nickname should be Babalu? Yeah, but it's an honor. Ah. <laughs> See, the, the, Wait, I think he was about to compliment me. Oh, go ahead. Uh, yes, Weed Man, were you going to... It's an honor to be like Baba Booey, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. He's made a lot of money. He's, yeah. he's ridden Howard Stern's coattails and done very well. So, yes, absolutely. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and uh, we will have to have uh, an apology. Uh, we don't really do much uh, apology-wise, but we, we got taken. We got scammed. Uh, we got scammed. 
and we will reveal the details on that. We'll get to it next. It's been said the Ben Maller Show is the best-kept secret in sports radio, but you can help change that. Word-of-mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and help keep the show growing. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have Password, the word game of the stars, coming up here in a little bit. Well, we put this one in the corrections and retractions department we we clearly misjudged the story yesterday but it was a wonderful story uh, it appeared that a former nba player had gotten the, a pound of revenge against a meddling porn star a Uh-oh. former porn star Remember the story we talked about? It It was yeah. uh, about Gilbert Arenas. Agent Zero. Yeah, Agent and, Zero. Uh, Mia Khalifa. He posted a screenshot from his DMs with Mia messaging him uh, several times. No reply. And uh, people were very excited about this. You know, win for the athletes. Way to get back at the porn star who had been outing these athletes that had been trying to hook up with her because, you know, she's a porn star or former porn star, uh, which she can't retire from. Well, it turns out, Eddie, that this was a publicity stunt. And these two dopes are going to do a sports show that no one's going to to watch or listen to. And, uh, yeah, you really want to hear a porn star break down the sports conversation. You want to watch a porn star work. I don't know that you want to watch her uh, break down or listen to her break down a sports conversation. But good luck. I uh, look forward to that show lasting, what, six months maybe? I don't know the budget for it, but uh, no one will be listening. Uh, Good luck on that. So that uh, that uh, happened. Maybe if she has the Astros locker room wardrobe on. Yeah. I guess if she just goes down the list of athletes she's hooked up with, that would kill a, a long, a long amount of airtime, right? I think that would be pretty good. But then after that, what else are you going to do? All right. Spend out of the show on Fox. Let's say hello to Matt in Cape Cod. Hello, Matt. Hello, Ben Maller. How are you? Matt, if I was any better, I would be a sock. But not a Red Sox because they went rather meekly out of the playoffs. True. It's true. You know, it's been a long week, Ben. I, I have the whole ordeal we got down at Giants Stadium. I won't call it the other name. Uh, with my boys, the Giants, uh, I, I believe it is officially time uh, for me to be a hockey fan because I have nothing else to live for. Yeah. I got the Giants are done. I need some help from Eddie. Eddie, who should I? Uh, no, you don't need it. Yeah, no, the Hartford Whalers. You should be a Hartford Whalers oh, fan. The Whalers? That's your yeah. team. All yes. Right. Brass, well, brass they Bonanza. They won't lose a game, that's for sure. Brass Bonanza, the whole thing. Go Hartford. Yeah, it's uh, it's been, you know, it's been tough, Ben. You know, it's been tough. Oh, you know, you stop got... it. At least you're not having surgery like Odell Beckham had. Did you see Drake showed up by his bedside? That's who you want to wow. see when you're in the hospital, Drake. Sitting next to you and while well, you're in the hospital, that's who you want. It it all it all went south after the party boat. Yeah, they haven't won a game since then. Giants are zero and six since the party boat. Clearly, that's why true. they suck. Yeah. Yep, it's true. That's it's, accurate. Yeah. It's so this you know this was my little radio funeral for my sports life because uh, yeah. you know I don't really have anything left then. I, I understand. You know, it's all I, over. I refuse. I refuse to root for the Dodgers because my father from Brooklyn. Huge Brooklyn no, stop. Listen, the Dodgers we, are American. We won't do the it. The Dodgers are beloved. It. Everyone, you, you blew heaven. You you might not get to heaven if you're not a Dodger fan. You might not get there. But Tommy Lasorda told me years ago. That's what he told me. 
Ben, I did not make it to get the Ben Mallow wings when I was in Kansas City. Oh, how dare you? Why Who not? Fits? Why not? I ran out of time. Oh, that's not right. You got you to no. go back. You got to go back. It's on my bucket list. All right. There you go. And, you, and when you're in Denver, you've got the Ben Maller chicken tender sandwich there. You get that. So, yeah. That's one of the states I have, one of the three states in the country. And, I and, all, and, and also, Matt, well, Denver's a city. Oh, you're talking about Colorado. But, Colorado, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Kansas, right to, right across the way from where the Jayhawks play, uh, there's also a, a food dish. The Maller Fowler is available there in Lawrence, oh, Kansas. Oh, boy. Yeah. We spare no oh, expense man. here. We have a we have a vast array of food dishes, all over the all over the country. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to put a trip together that nothing but the Ben Maller food tour. That'd be nice for like retirement communities. A Ben Maller food trip where you go through Denver and Kansas City, and then you go over to the Lawrence, Kansas. It'd be perfect. Uh, all right, thank you, Matt. Hey, cheer up, Matt. It's uh, it's okay. It's all right. Just just become a degenerate gambler. That's what I did. Uh, ben Maller's show on Fox. On Fox Password is the word game of the stars. That's what it is. We're going to play Password. We're going to get to that in just a, a few seconds here. So start calling if you want to play Password. You know the drill, right? You know the drill. 877-99 on Fox. We'll get the Password here in just a bit. But Eddie Garcia is going to give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, I'd love to tell you all about that big Cubs-Nationals Game 4 of the National League Division Series, yeah. but uh, rain in Chicago Let's uh, break postponed down, that game. break down the mold, Eddie. Let's talk hot mold talk. I will leave that to Dusty Baker. Okay. He is the mold expert. Hotel but, AC and mold. But uh, the uh, Cubs and Nats will try and play later today at Wrigley with Chicago holding the 2-1 series advantage. The aforementioned Dusty Baker, manager of the Washington Nationals, announced that Tanner Roark, who is scheduled to start on Tuesday, is still scheduled to start today, even though star pitcher Steven Strasburg would normally be ready on four days rest. But unfortunately for the Nats, Strasburg is sick. In the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals acquire veteran running back Adrian Peterson in a trade with the New Orleans Saints for an undisclosed 2018 draft pick. And the New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady has a sprained AC joint, his non-throwing shoulder. Didn't practice on Tuesday, but he says he'll be ready to play Sunday against the Jets. And it looks like he's going to have his big target, Rob Gronkowski, the tight end, ready for that game as well as it looks like he's going to be back from a thigh injury. He did practice on Tuesday. Soccer, World Cup qualifying. USA, all they do is beat Trinidad and Tobago to get into the World Cup. It didn't happen. They lose 2-1. to one. Couple that with Honduras and Panama winning. And the U.S. is out of the 2018 World Cup. I'm this- devastated, Eddie. No, you're not. This report is brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for. New or used, visit True Car. And enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, we had history in the NHL with the Vegas Golden Knights becoming the first expansion franchise ever to start their inaugural season with three straight wins. They beat the Arizona Coyotes 5-2 last night in the first ever home game in their franchise's history. All right. Thank you for that, Eddie. This is the Ben Maller Show on Fox coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free Rate quote Clifford the big red dog is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Clifford. How are you tonight? This morning, actually. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, if, uh um, do you want me to give you the line? I mean, I don't know if I was any better, I'd be a Niner, but not a 49er because I'd be taking a knee. I don't know. What do you want? I, ooh, yeah. Well, I'm a Charger fan, but take him this week, would you? Anyway, um, uh, shouldn't contracts 
be incentive laden? No. Like, I'll tell you why. Because uh, there was an – I forget the guy's name. It was an outfielder for the Tigers years ago that had a bunch of incentives in his contract, and the Tigers sucked. And so what they oh. did is they just they, they shut him down. They stopped playing. He was one of their best players. But they stopped paying uh-huh. him so they wouldn't have to pay. Was it Roger Sedaniel? Why is the name Roger Sedaniel popping into my head? Former oh, outfielder. Well, you're good. You're kidding. I know you know who it was. Anyway, and first, and then second, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's on Feel first? free to clear, anyway. clear your throat and nose. Don't mind the fact there might be people listening. Just do whatever you got. Whatever kind of bodily sounds you want to make, go ahead. You want to fart? Okay. I don't care. Fart. Doesn't matter. Thank you. <laughs> I know you've probably heard this one before, but uh, I didn't know that Darth Vader was offensive line coach for Miami. Boom, right. boom. Anyway. Hey, if U.S. if U.S. soccer you know, the, the, was better, the jokes are at the end of the week. You know, I know, but you can you just. I was waiting for the drum roll from uh, Danny G, but he must be in his Oval Office again. He's taking a nap. Yeah. Uh oh. Anyway, Danny or Eddie. Huh. Yeah. I totally agree with you about soccer, man. If it was better, I, I, it, it's mind blowing that it's not better because, and if it was better, he's all over oh. the place. <laughs> He was he was sweating because he knew at any moment he was about to be you know, flop, flop sweat and I mean yeah. we love his listenership but my hand wasn't anywhere near the drum roll it, it was near the bomb all right there, there he goes Clifford the big red dog we look forward to our next conversation I want him to do more impersonations I liked when he did the impersonations oh well, he did the drops right yeah the drop yeah. impersonations yeah yeah that that went over well on Twitter I think that should yeah, be a bi weekly installment I agree with that. I think that's what we ought to do. Let's work on that. Yes? I think we should work on it. All right. Now, let's go. Here we go. Let's do it. Here we go. Let's have some fun. Attention, everyone. And the password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right. Away we go. It is time yet again for password, a staple of the Ben Maller Show. At about this time, we do it every single, every single week at this time. Let's meet our contestants for this edition of Password. Well, this makes it easy enough. All right. We have Jed who fled. Jed who fled. Hello, Jed. Uh, hey, Ben. It's an honor to be on here with you, Eddie, uh, Danny G, and Baba Louie. Yes, Baba uh-huh. Louie's right over there. Very excited. All right. So hold on a sec. Uh, now, Jed who fled. Tell the guy in Beaver Dam what you do for a living. What I do is is I uh, listen to the podcast yeah. for every single Real Talk call, and I tally up every, every mistake he makes, and the next time you give me a chance in the octagon, I'm going to eviscerate his ass like the hurricane should have done Weed Man Hippie. Right. That's my occupation. Well, we tried to give that guy Danny in Nashville a chance, and he ran away like a coward. He couldn't even understand when it was just time to talk. I, I was a help. I was helping coach the local football team, but they told me I was literally being too mean, too mean, and so I had to walk away, so I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, all right. Uh, There you go. And we have George in San Diego who boldly predicted the Dodgers' demise. How'd that work out for you, George? I had a great time, Ben. Yeah. Tough outcome for you, though. You've got to be bummed out when you left the stadium then. Actually, I, I was okay then. I uh, met some nice Dodger fans. I bet them a couple of brewskis that the yeah. Dodgers would be losing by the bottom of the third, and yeah. I won. Of course, at the end of the game, you didn't win, but that's a different different conversation. 
All right. Uh, very good, uh, George. Uh, nobody cares what you do for a living, so we won't even ask you. Yes? Okay. Nobody cares. All right. Let's play the game. Uh, Jed, who do you want to partner up with, Jed? Like the Dodgers, I also want to win, so I'm going to go with you, Ben. It's a smart move. This is the dream team <gasps> is what that is. Okay. I'm very surprised you picked me. George? You want to play with will, someone here? I will uh, go with Daddy, Ben. Shocking. Okay. All right. All right. So we have a classic battle here. The good versus the bad. All right. Very good. Here we okay. Go. Here we go. Jed and Ben versus George and Eddie. All right, gentlemen. Ten words on the board. They each start with a ten-point value. We take a point away for every incorrect guess. Jed, you are on the line first. Uh, pick a number one. Number three. There number three. All right. Number three. All right. Uh, let's go with. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's go with Burrow. Dig. Bam. Thank you very much. That's how we do it. Ben, when they tear these these statues down, we need to put one up of you in replace. That is uh, correct. Eddie, you want to quit right now? We can move on. I got no, other that's, content. That's your here. move. That's your move. Feel free to quit if you want. So okay. I, I don't quit. No one will, Unlike you yesterday. No one will blame you. I didn't quit yesterday. Uh, yes, you did. All right, George. That, that, that razor guy, that uh, barber. Pick a number one, on him. two, or four through ten. Let's go with number seven. Number seven for you, Eddie. E-Z. All right, George. Um, hmm. Yeah, don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's that easy yeah, either. It's easy for me. Right, well, I'm more nuanced. I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll yeah. get it. I'm when more we don't. nuanced than you. Uh, George, the password is announcement. Commercial. No. No. Uh, let's go with hmm. report. Announcement and report. Yeah. Statement. No. Oh, so easy. It was easy. Look at, um, look at, by the way, look at Coop. What a troll. George, are you familiar? With, troll are Coop you familiar is. with the Maller maneuver, George? Yes, I am. Yeah, of course right. he is. He's a big fan of the show. He knows it. Let's give it a try. You're announcing the Maller maneuver. I am announcing right. the Maller maneuver. Eddie, now, is keep in mind the Maller maneuver. The previous clues. Breaking news. Yes. Nice nice was, use of the Mallard that was, maneuver. Thank you. Thank was, you. That was impossible without my clue, though. Without my clue report, you could not no, get I, to that You said point. it was easy, and you didn't it get was, it. It was easy. Well, why didn't you get it, then? It was, He had a brain fart. That happens. <laughs> he didn't get it, but I, I think, let him down. Uh, it's blaming uh, you, Jed. Uh, Jed. I think uh, and, and, Eddie does Jed the maneuver a little better. I agree. Oh, shut Should be up. the Garcia maneuver. <laughs> yeah, shut up. All right, Jed, back to you. Uh, one, two, four through six, or eight through ten? Let's do eight. Number All eight. Right. All right. I'm using the battle maneuver. Hmm. I'm using the battle maneuver. Let me show you how it's done. You please, amateurs. Please do. Please do. All right, here we go. Jed, Mallet maneuver. Here we go. Number eight, right? All right here we Number go. eight. Chicken. That's a terrible clue, whatever it is. Terrible clue. No, it's not! Do it's it so bad. That's the worst that's not you could have done. That is what not! An awful clue. That is not a test! Oh, man. Is it, is it, is it soup? <laughs> no! 
No! It's not so! It is not so! Danny and I there's were only, sitting there's here. There's only a million cultural oh. lexicons. No, it was no, a terrible. No, 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 no. Yeah. Terrible. That was not. Right. Oh, Ben, I thought you were going to use a different word there. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think I'm going to use that word, Danny, because, Georgie, we are going with the Maller Maneuver once again. Now, Ben said chicken, which was a terrible clue. That's not a terrible clue. You can keep that in mind. No, stop. Here we go. No, no, I'm protesting. (laughs) That is cheating by Eddie. Wow. That is cheating by Garcia. Here we go. You ready, George? Cheater. Yes, sir. Cheater. (laughs) Buffalo. Oh, my God. Wings. Yeah. Cheater. Garcia maneuver wins again. Chicken. Dan, I thought I thought for sure you were gonna use boneless. I could have done that. I could have done hot chicken. Chicken. Everyone <laughs> knows chicken wings. It's a sports radio show. We eat chicken. We're men. We eat chicken wings. You eat nuggets. That's what we. That's right. I do eat the nuggets. But that's, fingers. But Jed's a real man. He eats chicken, chicken legs, wings. Chicken. Soup. Oh, stop. All right, we got to pause Stop. for the Chicken cost. salad. All right, uh, we will uh, pick this up here, and I will. Uh, one of the great comebacks of all time. Uh, what, what a Jed, how much fun is it going to be when we come back and win this? It's going to be great, isn't it? going to be about as fun as eating chicken. Wings! Wings! <laughs> all right, we'll get to that. We'll do it next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at facebook.com slash Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, Trucker Joe clearly gets it. He says, Ben, chicken was a great clue. Any fool would have guessed. I'm I'm sitting here yelling, he says, at the radio, wings. It's absolutely correct. And uh, there was a miscommunication there, clearly. But everyone knows when you say chicken, it's wings most of the time. All right, let's get back to it. Here we go. It is Password the word game of the stars. We've got uh, George and Eddie, Jed and me, Ben. And it goes back to Eddie here. Let's see. Here we go. One, two, four through six, or nine or ten? Let's take ten. Take your time, by the way. Don't don't mind us. All right, George. uh, The password is... Sprinkle. Rain. No. All right. Oh, no. uh, he said sprinkle. I'll go light. Say that again? Jed, light. He said, you heard what he said, and I said light. Sprinkle. Light. Sprinkle. Light. That's that's terrible. Um, oh, Jed. Right. Rain. I didn't hear what the guy guessed. Oh, Jed, you're off your game, Jed. What <laughs> happened? All right, George. Um, I said sprinkled. Ben said light. Uh, my next word for you is missed. M I S T. Missed. Missed. Right. We, we don't have all day. You gotta give an answer. Five seconds. Fog. Fog. No, no. not fog. Uh, let's go with. I don't know. Dribble. 
Say, say that again for me. Dribble. Miss. Scribble. Light. <laughs> Sprinkle. Five seconds. Who's picking these words, by the way? This is a terrible word. Um. Uh, all right. Uh, this is this is this is butt fumble. Sanchez butt fumble. <laughs> no. All it. right. It's no one's gonna. It was drizzle. Drizzle. Light rain. Get it? Rain. Yeah. Light. You said sprinkle. Yeah, I said sprinkle, light. Light. That's a drizzle. Mist. Why didn't Why didn't you just go foe? And I would have got drizzle, bro. Oh, yeah, you couldn't get chicken wings. <laughs> you going to get that? Foe, drizzle. Foe, drizzle. Foe could have been anything. I've heard that drop a thousand times. I haven't heard chicken wings a thousand oh, times on your show. Wow. They're, right. they're turning oh, on each other, guys. Stop it. Oh, no. Jed and Ben were uh, keep such oh, good friends. Drizzle. Now we'll keep going here and have another bad word. It's getting ugly. All right. Who's are, oh, are we going to keep going? Yes. Okay. One more. All right, one more. Let's see. That is it going to be Jed's turn. Oh, you're wasting time. I forget it. I don't, I'm done with this stupid game. You're wasting too much time. Oh, come on. No, That's you a winner, too George. Congratulations, uh, George. Right, you are a there winner. You, there you go. All you get, right, Jed. Thank you. Give him a golden that. ticket. ticket. I got a golden ticket. And uh, we'll say hi to Angry Bill. What are you upset about, Angry Bill? What are you complaining about here? Well, your Malin militia should have been fizzled. And anyway. <laughs> what? Thank God we got him in. Very important. <clears throat> Foe drizzle. <laughs> What's wrong? It's a great sound bite. There's nothing wrong with I, that. I really wish you would have said foe. That would have been great. Foe, foe, foe. I could have done that, right? No? All right, let's cowboy up on the Ben Maller Show. Cowboy John Brad is in Windsor, Ontario. At 5.52 a.m. Wednesday, October 11th, uh, 2017, uh, let's see, Saturday Night Live debuted 42 years ago today. Hey, Buck it's, uh, Bond, uh, it's debuted on ABC 57 years ago today. And heart attacks claim the lives of uh, Red Fox. And uh, Yeah, that's right. Outkick the coverage. Warming up right about now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.